Alrighty then, since we're streaming out of Vancouver, uh, I will be like those of the Couve and be extremely mellow because they are mellow people, apparently, I'm told. <laughs> Never been there. Uh, hi, I'm Matt, uh, DMing this special Blizzard Watch crew does Theros Adventure. Um, hope you all enjoy it. We've got five players, so what I'm going to do here is start going around introducing people and having them you know, introduce their characters. So we'll start with Anne, since she's the top of the Discord list. This is what I get for having a name that starts with A. Anyway, uh, hi, I'm Anne Stickney. I'm playing Pixapos Kel, who is a centaur ranger. Hey, uh, because this group is one of those groups that doesn't like to play humans. Uh, <laughs> Corey, why don't you introduce your character? Hi, my name is Corey, and I'm playing Stavros, uh, Minotaur Sorcerer. I really like the idea of the big burly cow throwing magic around. Okay. Uh, Joe, since you're not just streaming, you're also playing. Can you tell us about <laughs> your character? Uh, I am playing Agabio Steelhoof, uh, Minotaur Paladin in service to the God of the Harvest. And that's, uh, that dead air was brought by me screwing up my screen there. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> that was my bad. Liz, you're up next. So if you can introduce your character. I am playing Lysmera, and I am a Leonin cleric. Yes, we have, so far, we've got two cows, a horse, and a kitty cat. Um, our final player will bring our horse count up to two. Uh, Andrew, why don't you introduce yourself and your character? Okay. Uh, sorry, I don't use my actual name in Discord, otherwise I would have been top of the list. I'm playing <laughs> Sardicus, uh, a centaur fighter. Um, Specializing in archery, though, so I kind of like the ranger as well. So I guess this so, party is yes. really going to hoof it, huh? Pretty much, <laughs> except for the, the, little, the little toe beans of the cleric who will be trying to keep you all alive. Following us on little cat feet. <laughs> yes, that's what we got going on. So, without further ado, because I don't have any ado, I, I, I guess I should get some. Uh, we will begin today's game. Uh, we're starting off in a little town named Drufos. Uh, we're in the Four Winds Plateau area, uh, north of Melitus, the, the, the polis. The, the reason we're here is um, people are dropping out of the game. I'm not sure what just happened. Oh, they're back. Uh, the, the reason we are here at the Drufos is the Agnomakos Festival, which is a celebration that happens for about a month. But it has uh, high days, and one of the high days is today. The Agnomakos Festival is a celebration of the overthrow of the tyrant Agnomakos by the, the uh, Melitian heroes um, Kinius and Tiro. And if I've mispronounced that, I'm sorry. That's going to be happening a lot. I can barely see. Um, but the community in Drufos is famous for its, its festival. The uh, festival actually draws people from all over Theros, especially from the city of Melitus itself. But people come from the Asphodel, they, they come from Satessa, uh, they, they come from everywhere to, to come to this festival, just because it's it, it collects a, a great deal of... There's poets and singers, there's, you know, there's games, there's festival, you know, there's new, interesting and unique food from all over. People even come from the distant southern land of Thylea, which is essentially like a Crete to Greece. In this case, it's a distant land with unique customs, but it's still kind of tied together by trade and, and a shared language. Uh, there's people from all over. 
and you guys are here because in a, in a festival like this, there's, you know, all sorts of things, whatever your personal desires are, you can probably find at least a path towards them. There's, you know, money to be made. There's, you know, interesting experiences to have. There's new people to meet. Um, but right now you're actually sitting or sitting or standing around a uh, small primitive amphitheater, basically dug out of the ground while uh, Saressa and Markon, a couple of nymphs who come from the far southern land of Silea, are reciting a poem while Saressa plays. Uh, Markon is the one reciting the poem. Saressa is playing on, on a lute. Uh, the question becomes, do any of you speak Fey? No. I do not believe I do. I speak Sylvan. Sylvan, um... Sylvan and Fey are the same for this. Yeah, I think, do, where would I see that? Oh, yeah, I speak Sylvan, yes. Okay, so we have two people here who speak Sylvan. I think that's accurate. That to okay, I'm going to, to read the poem in in the uh, language that pe for people who don't understand it, and then for the people who do understand it, I will explain what they're saying. Uh, Markon has got a, both nymphs are kind of like blue-skinned, it's, it's hard to explain. Like they look vaguely humanoid, but like both of their hair is flowing. Uh, Ceres's is jet black. Uh, Marcon's is kind of a, an umbra color. It fades to like orange at the base. They're both um, very striking. They're tall. Uh, they have like the blue skin, blue eyes. They, they have what look like veins inside their bodies, except the veins are more like veins in, in rock. And the veins are like electric blue. And uh, Markon, as he as he you know recites, he stands with his hands behind his back while Ceresa plays the uh, the harp behind him. Is me verepe san ectis otan inai andiaimos kleidothka mesa ke kota se shnia kardis gia ivendomas eko traveke stin pagdia Toy magniti Makaina Borusana Feoton Kakino san Otan Ginete Mai. And then everyone claps and he takes a bow. And for those of you that actually speak the language, he was, he was basically, uh, it's very interesting. You, I'm going to explain it to you now, but I have to go find the thing I wrote it down on. So, ah, yes, I love not being able to see today. What she, what she what he was saying was she eyes me like a Pisces when I am weak. I've been locked inside your heart shaped box for weeks. <laughs> I've been drawn to your magnet tar pit trap. I wish I could eat your cancer when you turn black. <laughs> Everyone's uh, clapping and they, they Ceresa, uh, you know Ceresa and Makan are taking bows and. There are people coming up to actually speak to them. Uh, one person you see push, kind of push his way through the crowd is an extremely large centaur. And for a second, you have a hard time understanding what's unique about him. But then you notice his body isn't that of a horse. It's that of a bull. So he's still a centaur. He still has the humanoid upper body. But his, his actual body is much stockier and thicker and his legs are uh, less they're not long and gracile like a horse's they're bull legs he's a minocentaur it's kind of yeah 
Um, it, those of you who know of the god Aroas would recognize that he, that's how Aroas is depicted. And there, are, and since there's two centaurs here, you know there's a northern tribe um, called the Skybulls that actually have that appearance. They're still centaurs, but they've, they've actually had that kind of build for centuries. It's just an adaptation, an adaptation to the northern wastes. Huh. He comes up and he's he's talking to them. He's very, he's like bowing his head several times, like kind of like you know he's very excited. And they both seem a little put back, aback. Uh, uh, you know, they're, they're like, oh, okay, yeah, sure. So, what do you all want to do? What since we know of them, what's our relationship to them? I mean, they're a centaur tribe. They're not. They they don't come down very often. They're not like it's. They're just one of the many tribes. Every every centaur comes from a specific tribe. These guys just happen to be from that tribe. So we're not friendly with them. We're not warring with them. We just know of. Them. I mean, they they sometimes you they get raided. They do raids. It's not a question of. There, there's no declared hostility to anybody here. It's just a, it's you know it's just life in the north. The fact that he he's come down, this it's actually a pretty big difference. Um, He's the sky centaurs are from north of Scophis, which is where the Ashlands are. And there's not when you get up there, you're starting to hit the end of the world. Like nobody knows anything beyond that. Uh, for him to come down this far, this is like he's he's gone from north of, of Scophos and, and much far north of Akros all the way down to Melitus. That's a, that's a bit of a trip. It's not common to see them down here. But if nobody else is going to do anything and I see it. And I would, I would assume that my character knows at least how rare that is of a site as well, right? Mm-hmm. I will literally walk right up to him. Okay. As you get closer, he's saying, and and your 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 power, the power of it was just... And then he stops because he sees you standing at his shoulder. He's taller than you. Yeah, I would imagine and, so. Uh, he's, he's, he's a very big guy. He's taller than the other centaurs. He's, he's like the probably the second tallest thing in the area there's a there's a minotaur named iskandar who's actually doing feats of strength off in the corner like he's got a, like a booth where he does things like pick up giant rocks and and smash things that guy's bigger but not by much i will uh, in a way of greeting a large sweeping bow uh and then i will you know straighten up friend what brings you this far south Oh, oh, um, greetings. Uh, I am Vrakos. Your name is? I am Agabios Steelhoof, and I literally stamp my mechanical leg because you gave me the anvil rot feet, so I'm assuming that part of my body is actually mechanical, and I'm going to run with that unless you tell me no. <laughs> you Basically, the way you look is like a statue made out of bronze. Yep. And there's like, there's, it's not like mechanical, like a, it's not like you're a robot. Mm-hmm. It's like you're literally moving bronze. So then like I, I, I still stomp my foot. No, it's fine. Uh, your, your hooves are actually steel, which is extremely rare um, in Theros. Uh, iron is very rarely worked, and steel is almost unheard of. So the fact that the god made your hooves out of steel is, is unique. Uh, he, he, takes you, he takes that in and goes, oh, uh, well, greetings, Agapios. Um, I, I am, I'm here to pursue a, a lifelong interest uh the the god iroas who's my god i i serve iroas I, 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 and i can't say the word because matthew is stammering um 
he has sent me here to study and learn and also possibly and he like he reaches to a satchel either side to make some deals on magical artifacts if you have any do you have any artifacts at this point the two the, the two nymphs have been very carefully backing away to get like <laughs> distance between them and him and then as they see you engage them they straight up walk the away they're like mm -hmm. okay let's go while they're while they're talking let's get the heck out of here and they they leave unfortunately friend the only thing that i have of magic is myself and well i'm not for sale <laughs> he looks at you for a very long time even longer it's starting to get uncomfortable i I, I, I literally am unmoving like a statue at that point while he's staring at me i i, I that's good to know I I didn't think you were, but but that's that's certainly fa I I don't know your customs down here. It's all very strange. These these tall buildings. He, you guys, the only tall building anywhere near you is a two story house. Like, and he seems completely floored by the concept of a two story house. Like, and the the building style in Drufos is very similar to the building style in Melitus, but of course much smaller. So they're like you know slate you know slate roofs. Uh, clay fired. It's it's nothing fancy. There's there's, but to him it seems you know he seems completely out of his depth with that. So, well, when I, when Aroa sent me south, I I knew it would be unusual. But but thank you for your greeting. I I greet you as well. If if there is, if you find anything, I I have a stall. I they gave me a stall. Can you believe it? An actual stall. Uh, it's it's near the the main area of the festival. Well, if I find anything of service to you, I will be sure to find you. And then I just turn away and walk away. Okay. Uh, everybody else saw that, I guess, because you were at the reading. What are we all doing? I'm assuming none of you have actually met yet. So. Yeah. Kixapos is going to go look at the strength person. Okay. The Minotaur. Um, at this point, I hate to do this, but I need to take a couple minutes because something is happening. I'll be right back. Okay, we could do it. All good, Rossi. Well, we'll see what happens. So you want you walked up to the uh, Minotaur doing feats of strength. Yes. Okay. Anybody else, or what else are you? What are the rest of y'all doing? There are I other people go. doing poems and songs and so forth. There's also food stalls. I want to go watch the feat of strength Minotaur too. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Nice. It was nearby. Then I'll go look at that too. It's literally. Yeah, it was like literally like twenty feet to the left. Uh, I think Lysner would go around where the poets are and kind of listen to see if there's anything interesting and then like move on to the next one if there's nothing. Okay. I will like, get oh, back. I've heard this before. Yeah. I will get back to you then. Okay. Um, the Minotaur Iskandar is, he is big. I mean, even for a Minotaur, we're talking close to 10 feet tall. I mean, the horns are massive. They're unusually forward curved. They're not like they don't go out to the side. They don't just sweep forward. They're these things are like huge bent. They're perfect for charging someone and trying to spear them with your horns. Um, and he's he's not oiled up because he's covered in fur, and that would be ridiculous. But he <laughs> does have something in his fur that makes it shine. And as he goes from like various thing to thing, his he flexes constantly. He's constantly flexing. This guy never stops. Um, he walks up to like a, a stone pillar 
that's got to weigh a thousand pounds if it weighs an ounce. And he hoists it up with one arm and holds it up into the air again with just one hand. He's using one hand to do this. And he goes, behold, the power, the majesty of Iskandar. And you know, he does some flexing and then he puts it down and he's like, who would dare challenge me in a feat of wrestling? Kicks a post, claps, and does not volunteer. <laughs> okay. Uh, he, he likes being clapped for. So he, he, takes a, he takes a bow. And as he bows, his horns practically hit the ground. Like they're that long. So he's nine feet tall. His horns got to be another two feet long. If, if maybe not, maybe even three feet. Massive. Uh, he, he, he does various similar kinds of things. They're mostly all his feats of strength involve picking up big, heavy things. He doesn't seem to really have a grasp on... He, 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 it seems like he was expecting to be challenged to wrestle. Oh. And nobody's doing it. So he's kind of like, you know, there's not that many minotaurs here. Um, the few centaurs that are here don't seem inclined or <laughs> really big enough to do it. And he's, he seems at a loss. You, you get the sense... Away. Do you step up and say yeah. that? If I see nobody else doing it, I see he's a minotaur. I see he's, you know, very clearly distraught that nobody is doing it. I'll step in. What's the worst that happens? He slams me into the ground? <laughs> okay. Uh, Takes the post, claps again. Skindar's like, oh, a challenger. He almost goes, phew. Like, you can actually see the relief. <laughs> I, I give a slight nod. <laughs> I and take now, you, you shall see. The power of Minotaur bodies in action. Hicksopos <laughs> is keenly interested in this. <laughs> gives you like the, the head nod and yeah, I... uh, assumes the uh, basically the way that wrestling works here is you, you each reach out. You put like one hand on the other one's neck and that's kind of how you start. Yeah, the, uh, the, 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 and... the dance, uh, the dance opening, right? Yeah. Yep. So what we need here first is we need an athletics check from you. Natural 20, 24. Dang, okay. <laughs> uh, Iskandar is surprised at how powerful you are as you begin the opening and you quickly bend him back on one knee, um, requiring him to adjust. Let's see your next uh, athletics check. And describe what you do, or what you uh, try to do. So now that he's on the uh, the ground, I'm going to try to take um, essentially not on the ground entirely. He's like one knee. Bent. Yeah, he's on one knee. I'm going to try to to swing into to mount position uh, to get around him and get a full grip, so that I can. I'm literally going to try to suplex him now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Helps if I do the right thing. Why are you doing this? That is a thirteen. Yeah, unfortunately, while you did really well in your opener, this is not sufficient to uh, get him into suplex. In fact, he he snaps free and is back around trying to come in on you. Uh, it seems obvious he's going to try and, and shoot in for a leg grip. Okay. So make your next athletics check. Do, 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 do. 16. Okay. Hmm. He does for the leg the leg check, but you're capable of pulling yourself out of the way in time. Yeah, I'll try to dance get back it, a little bit. Cinch it on. Um, now everyone's everyone in the crowd is like you know making ooh and ah noises. Ooh. This guy is huge. Um, he is like you're big. 
You're, you know, mm -hmm. you're, you're like at least seven and a half feet tall. This guy's got like a foot and a half on you. So it, it's kind of like you're, 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 it's not, you're not used to being the graceful one. Like you're actually much more graceful than he is. Ooh, that's interesting. And he's, and he's got more physical power than you do. You can feel just in game terms, he's got like a plus eight to the roll on athletics checks. So yeah, he's he is stronger than you are, but you are more you have more flexibility. So you're, that's how you're keeping away from him. Plus, you're rolled a damn twenty to start. I mean, <laughs> All right, he, at this point, he's like, it seems like he's get, he's getting serious. He's shooting in for your midsection. Go ahead and make an athletics check. Okay. Uh, that's another sixteen. He does actually cinch around your waist this time. He doesn't lift you up off the ground yet, but you're pretty sure that the next round will determine whether or not he can get you up off the ground. Okay. Because uh, he is in a good position to do it, unless you come up with something. What are you going to try and do before you make the roll? Uh, so what I'm going to try to do, if he's going to try to lift me, is he he's facing me belly to belly, basically, at this point? At this point, his head is lowered. He had to put his head well to the side so he didn't spear you. Uh, but his head's lowered and his his arms are around your waist. Perfect. So what I would what I would try to do is use the fact that he's that low to me to my advantage, and I would try to swing my hips to try to roll him off balance so that he not in the best case scenario for him he can't lift me. In the worst case scenario, I send him over my hip and almost like an aikido toss. Okay, go ahead and make the roll. Natural twenty. That is a twenty four. Even with his, he is super strong, but even with all that strength, he doesn't roll high enough to, to get around that. Uh, you do toss him to the side. You basically, it's like you use his strength to do it mm -hmm. because he's just so strong that he's not used to having to worry about somebody doing this. And he gets tossed and rolled onto his side and back. And then he, he's up and people like the, the people in the crowd seem to expect him to get furious but instead, he laughs like uproariously and claps you on the shoulder. Well done. I have not seen that move before. What did you call? What do you call that? I called it not being thrown by my waist. <laughs> and I clasped four hands with him. I don't have a name for it yet, friend. Well, I'm glad to have seen it. It's been very impressive. Everyone, that was impressive. I, I admit, I admit defeat this day. I suppose claps again while and this is going on um you're wandering around listening to the other poets mm. most of them are, are actually kind of eh, like there's nothing really great however there's a very unusual um somebody you someone of a, of a race you've never seen before she's beautiful uh she has like a long elegant neck her face is at first, you're not sure what's what what's up with her features. But her eyes are extremely large. Her her mouth is extremely large, and then you see the feathers. She has instead of hair, she has a huge sweeping crown of, of iridescent blue black feathers that descend down descends down her back, and more feathers grow out of her arms and her legs. And her arms are wings. Huh? Yes, uh, you've heard of this these people. They're called sirens. They live in the far south. They're not, they're not to be confused with harpies, although some say they are related to harpies. Uh, but she's sitting there and very softly reciting, and 
again, do you you don't speak uh, uh, so, uh, I want to say siren, but that's not the language. The language I used before. Oh God, why can't I come up with this word? Sylvan. Sylvan. Yes. I I don't. I speak okay. Leonin and Minotaur. So she's she's basically uh, the poem she's saying is O cosmos inai vampire postelinaire guia nastranglis mystikos antiopororikos secretron mekritis floges kaiti panos guia ton pono mur podromines enithimies kai ena kometai tu pachedero and as she you know that's basically the part that you hear and can make out the rest is not really hearable to you i'm sorry to do this again but uh, i've got to make sure that the cat is not killing herself i'll be right back Literally. sorry but yes that's the uh the poet as she finishes she's like not she wasn't accompanied by music but her voice is inherently musical there's a kind of a, a dirge like lamentation to everything she says while she's reciting she bows um, and she looks out into the uh, crowd and is like, so many of you, I am unused to so many. Perhaps you have a work you wish to hear rather than I recite my own. But most of the crowd seems pretty stunned and don't, aren't, aren't interacting with her. Are sirens uncommon around here, I would assume? No one in living memory has seen one. Okay, then yes. I don't have a story I know to ask for, though. I will tell then of the escape. How far away is the siren from the minotaur? Far enough away that, you know, the, the sound of a giant minotaur wrestling another minotaur made out of metal wouldn't interrupt her. Like, so... But to keep in mind, the entire area is basically around a concourse. So okay. it's like I think of it like an extended U, and the 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 uh, poets are at the very crook of the U, and then the other stuff like food and other kinds of performances are along the arms of the U, and the U itself is like okay. sixty to eighty feet across. I suppose is going to go back in that direction towards the poets then. Okay, I'm going to say that you got there around the time that she did her. She did her recitation then. You don't speak Sylvan, do you? Yeah, I do. Okay. And you hear, the world is a vampire set to dre and so forth. I'm not going to do the whole thing. But that's what she said. Great. I love it so much. Oh. This is the story of when the gods overthrew the Archons and the Titans escaped south to my world. My land, Thylea, both goddess and, and island. Thylea and her mate Kentamern escaped the rise of the gods and came forth to our island, where their children, Sidon and Lutheria, eventually rose. But the five gods who came from this land visited and became as our protectors and drove the, the titans into the earth for unknown eons. And she begins reciting a very long poem that, that basically covers the ancient rise of the uh, various gods of, of, Ther of Theros and the, the overthrow of the Archons, such as Agnomachos, who was an Archon. Uh, 
and the the uh, history of that, and also of the, these new things you've never heard of before, like the Thylea reference, which is not something you guys know. Uh, she talked. She's she's doing that for a while. There's a Satter who's pretty close, and as you as uh, you come up, kicks a post. He's like, she's really strange, isn't she? She's very talented. Well, yes, but I mean, you know, she can't be me. No. Why are you performing later? Oh, of course. Yes, I'll be. I'll be doing the final performance. The final performance. That's a place for honor. Well, of course. What else would I be doing here? Why would I come? He looks you up and down. Where are you from? Around. Where are you from? I am from Satessa. And he bows, an extremely long, sweeping bow. You have to be somebody to be a poet of note in Satessa with one of these hanging between your legs. You're pretty sure he is proposi- you're pretty sure he is propositioning you. Oh. <laughs> in sadder fashion. Ah. Uh. Which is pretty blatant because they're sadders. <laughs> <laughs> she goes back to listening to the stuff. The when story. he sees that you're not receptive, he just shrugs and starts talking to somebody else. <laughs> Crude. The siren has finished the story of the, you know, the, the, the retreat of the Titans from the gods and the defeat of the Archons and the, the creation of modern Theros. And she, she folds her wings in such a way that she can sit down. She's like sat herself down as she recited. And now that she's done, she, in order to stand, rather than just stand up, she sweeps her arms once and pops up off of the ground and kind of floats there for a moment and says, the world speaks and we must listen to it, but we fail very often. Sadness comes from resisting what is meant to happen. And then she like lands as she does that. She, but she stayed in the air for the entirety of that sentence. She wasn't flapping her wings. She just floated there and then came down. Kixabo starts clapping. She, her head turns like, and like you see that she doesn't know what clapping is. Like you can see it on her face. Like what? What are you doing? She like, oh. she gives a little bow to the to the what is she a siren? Yeah, siren. She's basically like a bird person. If you think of a harpy who isn't like upset. Yeah, she gives a little bow to the siren, well, like you. an encouraging kind of nod. I I sorry I. Your ways, I do not know. That was very good. If it is good, it is the gods who made it good. And if it is bad, it is my fault. That seems a dour way to look at it. Well, once we sang from our city on the water, and we raised hymns to Sidon, the power of thunder and destruction... For he spared us his wrath, and we thought our songs in our city must please him. But then he spoke and said that if we truly appreciated his mercy, we would not have raised our city so tall as to offend him. And so we were sorrowful, and we lamented in in repentance. And we sang a dirge, and he replied that if we were truly repentant, we would be silent. 
and simply offer sacrifices as he had no need for our songs. And so our That's city cracked sad. and fell into the waters. And now we have no city. And How I came, tall was your city? Legends speak that it rose up to, the, to greet the sky and we, we flew among its towers. But I've, none of us have ever seen it. It was long since destroyed. I and those of my family came north to Theros where the gods live so as to not be under the dominion of Sidon. And what brings you here? I needed money, and they're paying people to sing. <laughs> ah. It's not a very good reason, but I, I still need to eat. Well, oh, you have a very good voice for speaking. Thank you. Then, on that note, Sardacase uh, would donate to her, not knowing what else he could do at this time. Oh, they actually have, like, they, ha they have uh, helmets on the ground in front of each of the performers you can put a so, coin into. Okay, so uh, hearing that story, he threw money into the helmet. How much? Uh, a couple gold. Dang, that's actually pretty generous. I'm uh, trying to figure out where my money is at. <laughs> if you don't, um, if you didn't, for whatever reason, have starting gold, like you, you forgot to do it or whatever, um, you can go ahead and give yourself like Ten silver. I mean, ten gold. I found it. It's I on your equipment. It. Your okay. equipment tab. Yeah, I found it. I'm gonna throw a couple gold in the helmet too. She she claps her wings together in a kind of nervous gesture. Oh, thank thank you. I appreciate your generosity. I appreciate your stories. At this point, um, as you were talking to her, like the the nymph that had been performing earlier is like walked up and uh, he's just watching her and then he sees you guys giving her money and the look on his face, like you can make an insight check if you want to really understand it, but it's definitely not, it's not a normal look. It's not jealousy. It's not anger, but it's not, it's nothing. Insight check. Wait, where's my insight? There it is. I also want to do an insight check. Okay. Yeah. Everybody wants to. can. I'm too busy uh, 17. coming back from wrestling, so I got time. Lysmira <laughs> uh, rolled a 14. I rolled a 19. Okay, since you got the highest of the three, I'll, I'll talk to you and the other two will get most of it. He looks like... Have you ever seen somebody who like had to like go out and you know kill one of the sheep because it was sick? Yes. He has that kind of look on his face. Mm. Like like regret, but determination. Kixopos has got her gaze affixed to the nymph now. He doesn't seem to notice that you're looking at him. He doesn't seem to notice anything but her. And then he kind of like drops his shoulders and drops his head a little and turns and starts walking uh, up the concourse away from the poets and down towards where people, their food stalls are and so forth. Kicks the post goes after him. Okay, are you trying to be subtle about it, or are you just straight up following him? No, she's going to follow him, and if he notices her, then she's going to, like, wave. Okay. He doesn't seem to be paying much attention to you. After, like, about... He stops at a stall, and there's a... It's, it, there's, there's no other way to put this. There's a fish person standing at the stall. <laughs> 
like a person selling fish or an actual fish person? Person with scales and ah. like, fins, but okay. he is actually also selling fish. Everyone must eat fish. I mean, not around here because we're kind of inland, but I brought fish so you can eat it. You don't have to thank me. You just have to pay me. Fish. I'm Agapios, fish seller, man with a unique name that no player character will have duplicated. <laughs> <laughs> I I have no idea what we're doing in this adventure, but I'm having a lot of fun. I'm apparently ruining Rossi's naming schemes. <laughs> I just, I, when I saw your name, I was like, oh, jeez. <laughs> I'm just going with it. I don't care. No, he's I'm a, Spartacus. What is he, the nymph doing? Uh, he's actually joined the other nymph. The, the uh, other nymph that I performed with him has her arm around the, the shoulder of a human and they're kind of like, I don't know how to describe, like, they're not exactly flirty. It's more like they've been flirty in the past and know each other now. And so now they're comfortable. Okay. But they're, they're definitely, she sees him come up and she says something. You're, you're going to have to make a perception check to hear it. Okay. I mean, do you do so? Or do you just not care? 23. Okay. 23. <laughs> well, if it isn't my mopey brother, something bothering you? And he says, nothing is bothering me. She's like, of course nothing is bothering you. That's why you're glowering at me. I'm glowering at you because you're climbing all over that human. But I have a name. Eh, I don't care what it is. <sighs> Drufon, uh, no, Druvos, I'm sorry. Uh, could you give us a moment? And he's like, yeah, that's fine. They don't kiss, but he puts his forehead up against hers. And they stay like that for a second. And then he kind of like, you know, sh shrugs and walks off. He's big for a human. He's very, very broad above the shoulders and he's wearing um, a bronze breastplate and like a long flaring kilt and he has bronze greaves on his feet and he's carrying a very large bronze sword. Um, okay. Probably too large to be used with one hand. It, it's an extremely large leaf bladed bronze blade that he has strapped across his back. Uh, he heads off and the two of them are like so what's bothering you? He goes, you know what's bothering me. Oh, is it the bird woman again? She shouldn't be here. Like, I, okay, what do you want me to do about it? Go tell her you have to leave because you hurt my brother's feelings. Like, I hate you. Yeah, of course you hate me. I was born first. Oh, you, why don't you have some fish? This, 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 per, this fish person is selling fish. I'm a triton, not a fish person. It's quite rude to call me a fish person. I don't call you a stone person. Water. Well, it's clearly water. And the, the two of them are like, this feels like something that they've done before. Then then he, like Agapius, tries, ah, another customer. Come have a fish and eel pie. Hexapos is going to walk up to the nymphs. Hello. They turn to look at you. Yes. That's uh, the female one says. I apologize. I wasn't able to get to you two earlier, but I wanted to give you this. It was a very good, very good poem. And she hands them two gold. Uh, the, the woman, Sarasa, is like, oh, well, thank you, and takes it. Uh, the, the male glowers even harder. 
he, he turns to his sister and says uh, in Sylvan, and there you go, debasing our art again. And she goes, do you think the fish pies you know, are free? He just gives the fish pies away. That's how you think it works? He doesn't say anything else. He just crosses his arms and looks extremely dour. She says in Sylvan, I'm not debasing your art. I'm expressing appreciation for it. You have to forgive my brother. Uh, he was born a jackass. And while his physical form changed to that of an nymph, his soul remained that of a jackass. Ah, I see. He, he glowers even harder. Well, but I admit he writes he writes the poems. So and he certainly doesn't have the voice of a jackass. He now looks even angrier that he appreciated that compliment. <laughs> <laughs> have a good day at the fair and Kixapos turns around to walk away. You didn't get a pie. <laughs> Kixapos turns around. All right, how much is the pie? Two silver for a fish pie, three silver for an eel pie, and for a fish and eel pie, three silver. Can you say no to a fish and eel pie? Uh, Here's a fish pie. She has two silver and takes a fish pie. (laughs) Okay, you you now have a fish pie. It's a small, thick, crusted... um, it's about the size of your hand. Like it fits entirely within your hand. It's uh, the crust is like extremely flaky. Yeah. When you bite into it, the first thing that hits is there's kind of a cinnamony taste to it. Uh, and the, the fish is actually layered with a thick uh, cream of some sort. And there's eggs in there. Not like a raw egg or nothing. It's, it's, there's like an, it's like a quiche type pie with fish in it. She starts to walk back towards the, the, the um oh my gosh the siren and takes a bite of the pie and then turns around and goes this is very good pie i know but the the eel uh, pie is better should try (laughs) the eel pie sometime i'm really good with eels maybe i'll be back and she (laughs) she turns around and goes back to satisfied customer for agapios the unique fish and eel pies everyone Like, that seriously sounded much better than how he was advertising it. <laughs> Are actually, we close enough to hear any of the shouting? You could probably make it out. Um, th- there's a lot of sound. Like, there's a lot of stuff going on around here. Um, for one thing, that giant centaur has now taken up residence inside of a stall. And he's not advertising at all. He's just got his arms folded um, and is standing there like, you know come buy things just like through the sheer power of his being there he can compel people to buy things no one is going to his stall is like, this no the one. one that's like half cow yes okay kick supposes, I, yeah and kick supposes is gonna go to his stall uh Mara is also curious about that stall and this the folded arms worked <laughs> yeah. ah customers that's that's good i'm supposed to buy th- to sell things and buy things do you have magical artifacts? No, these are my magical artifacts. But what are you? What are you selling? Uh, selling, buying things, I guess. I, I buy things and then sell them. <laughs> Look, I, I didn't really know I'd be doing this when I got here. I, I just God told me to come south, so I did. Do you have anything for sale? Um, I have this, and he reaches down below the stall 
and pulls up a mummified head. Kixapos is fascinated. What is that? It's a mummified head. Of what? He puts it down. I don't know. I went into a tomb and this was in there. Kixapos is it was even more fascinated now. It was attached to somebody, but I stomped up and down on him until he stopped moving and then I took it. Does is the head identifiable as like a particular species or once many thousands of years ago it might have been human, but it might have been a centaur too. And, you know, you guys have the same kind of head. Uh it, it's its eyes have been removed and its mouth and eyes stitched shut with like what appears to be like actual worked red bronze thread. Can I can I look at it? Sure, you can look at it. Uh, what do you do? You want to make a particular kind of roll here? Um, she just wants to look it over and see if she recognizes anything about it. I guess. Go so ahead, and like, make a religion check a if history? you want to. No, religion. Religion or history? Religion. Okay. Can I make a religion check? Sure. As you guys are doing this, you hear um, um, somebody has like moved up to like the center of the poets area and is speaking, and he's. Uh, well, I, I hope everyone's been enjoying the festival. Uh, wow, okay. You, you don't know anything about this guy. I rolled a 15. The 15, the bronze thread is part of a ritual that they used to use back in you know the time of the Archons. But that's all you know about it. The, 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 the four and the five don't even get that. Um, yeah, yeah. But there's a human has now stepped into the middle of the uh, area. He's like, I hope everyone's been enjoying the festival. Um... We'll obviously be, you know, here again, which we're going to continue for the next few days. But this is the, unfortunately, the end of the poetry. Uh, but as we've promised, Agori, the uh, the famous Akroan poet and you know, wonder of Setessa, as he insists, I call him, is going to be performing now. And I, I hope you're all enjoying the show and, and every show we've done. If you if you prefer, enjoy the performer. By all means, feel free to, to grant them some of your beneficence. And I, I just want everyone to remember that this is this is a celebration of the time that Agnomachos was defeated, and we 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 here in in Melitus achieved our own destiny. You can achieve your destiny. That's that's the message of this. That's the reason we do it every four years. And I want to thank everyone for coming and being part of it with us. And there's some cheering and so forth. And he holds up his hand and goes, well, we've waited long enough for him. Agori. And he steps down and the satyr steps up. He's now changed to a purple robe. And it's actually really nice. It's a nice robe. It's got some really good filigree on it. It's, it's a very, it's a two-piece, what, what they would call a, a chiton or a kiton. It, it's a two-piece outfit. And he steps forward with his harp. I wanted to, and that's as far as he gets before a wild boar comes charging out of nowhere and like tries to run him over. And there are four more literally just melted out. And like, you did not see them come out of anywhere. Suddenly they're everywhere running amok, stomping on the, the, you know, stalls. Uh, you hear Varakos go, no, the stall, they just gave me this as a, a wild boar stampedes through it. Um, the the uh, Kixapos the of, holds the mummified yeah. head over her head to keep <laughs> any, yeah. from 
going anywhere. Skindar, the feet of strength guy, has three wild boars on him, and he's doing his best. But there's three of them. That's much even for him. Oh, I mean, and yeah, it's just I'm, I'm it's probably just still chaos. over there. I'd help. Okay, then it's initiative time, everybody. <laughs> Yay! I'm not gonna let my new minotaur friend do this alone. Initiative, initiative. What is my initiative? Plus one. Oh my god! I rolled a <laughs> one. I rolled a two. <laughs> got a six. <laughs> I got another five. I'm doing really well at the rolling today. I have a ten. Okay, hold up one second while I get this set up. How did I get the best roll? I wasted my twenties wrestling. Okay, <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna do this. Agapius, what was your initiative? Ten. Ten. Uh, Sardacase. Six. Well, at least you're not alone there. Lysonera. Thirteen. Ooh, you're in the lead so far. Kick suppose. Kick suppose. Two. Two. Okay. Um, Stavros. Five. Five. Alrighty then. Before we jump back into combat, can she hand the mummified head back to <laughs> the guy? We'll, who we'll see what head. happens on your round. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> at present you are holding it. First up is a wild boar. It's the one closest to Agapios, and it attacks the uh, other Minotaur, Vrakos. It, ooh, yeah, okay. It actually charges him. Ooh. So, and it hits. So, he takes, oh, that's going to hurt. He gets gored for a significant amount of damage. It it like rips his chest open, like from navel all the way up. It doesn't kill him instantly, but he's hurt. Uh, he did not enjoy that experience whatsoever. Um, it also knocked him prone, mm. which he's now on his back with this wild boar going, <laughs> and, you know, having ripped his chest open. Uh, Lysimera, you are now up. You are not, you are like 40 feet away from where that wild boar is killing that minotaur. But you, since you were at the stall with the, uh, with, you know, Iskandar and his, not Iskandar, sorry, it's Iskandar getting gored. Uh, Vrakos is the guy you were talking to. You're currently standing there as a wild boar literally just tramples his stall. It's just grinding his stall into the ground. So what are you going to uh, do? What, what is within 10 feet of me? Well, there's a wild boar within five feet of you because it is stomping on the wild stall boar. that you up to. There's two more. Uh, one of them is attacking the poet. Um, oh, boy. And one of them is actually heading for the siren. It's charging right at her. Uh, I am going to... Oh, gosh. This is 20 feet. Uh, I would like to cast Sleep. It has okay. a 20-foot circular range. Which direction could I cast it in to catch as many boars as possible? You could cast it to hit the boar directly in front of you and the boar going for um, the, the siren. But uh, if the sleep sleep's not neutral. Sleep will target people in your group, right? Yep, uh, unless you have spell shaping. No, no. Creatures within... 
creatures. Oh, no, you're right. Creatures within a point of which you choose, not creatures that you choose. Yeah. So if you cast sleep, you're also going to be hitting. Um, I'm going to be hitting least, a lot of other people. Well, at least Kixapos yeah. and and uh, I forget who else was up there, but at least that. And Vrakos, mm -hmm. for that matter, since it's his stall and he's right there. I am going to cast, hang on, uh, Sacred Flame on the, I have so much stuff that I'm not familiar with. Um, no, I'm just, I've got a Warhammer. I'm just going to hit the one close to me. Okay. Uh, go ahead and roll an attack. Uh, and I'm, I'm wielding it with a one hand, so I think that's 1d8. Uh, yep, but you'd roll 1d20 first to determine if you hit. Roll 1d20, what's my hit is plus 3. That's a 10. No, that misses, unfortunately. It just misses. Basically, you do hit the thing, but its skin is so strong that it just kind of shrugs it off. And it's now aware of you, but it didn't take any, it didn't hurt it. I am going to use Daunting Roar, which is a bonus action. Okay. Which creatures of my choice within 10 feet that can hear me must succeed on a wisdom saving throw DC 13 or become frightened of me until the end of my next turn. Okay. Uh, so they make, they needs to make a save. Uh, yes. Any, I'm targeting any boars within 10 feet, which may just be the one. Okay. So that one failed. He's, he's afraid of me until the end of my next turn. Get out boar. <laughs> Sorry, that one wasn't right. Give me a second to do it again. So it's DC 10, you said? 13. Okay, well, then they both fail. The one that was charging the siren is like now determinedly charging the siren to get away from you. Uh, oh. One of the stall is like trying to back away from you and is kind of heading towards Varakos as it does so. I don't but, know if I helped or hurt there, but there you go. Okay, next up, the boar that's trying to attack her... Wow, 115. That's pretty great. That one hits. I mean, it was a D203. Okay. Oof. Oh. Um, it the the boar that's been then been afflicted by your roar increases speed and charges right for the satyr. I mean, right for the siren. And just as it's about to hit her, she tries to take to the air, but her leg doesn't get up in time, and he does hit it. Um. There's a gout of blood from her struck leg, and she, she's in the air, and she moves f upwards, but she's clearly in a lot of pain. Oh no! Agapios, you're up. were made. Uh, so how close am I to the one that's uh, beating up my new Minotaur friend? About twenty feet. Good. Uh, Gorin Rush. He actually was. Oh, okay. So you're gonna charge it? Yeah. Uh, okay. So as long as I can move at least 20 feet, I can make an additional melee attack with my horns as a bonus action. So I will, uh, as I'm charging in, I take out my um, my longsword, which is, uh, I can never pronounce it, the uh, shaped like a harpe. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm going to take an initial attack at that, uh, with that, and then I'm going to try to beat it up with my horns. Okay. So attack with the sword is an 18. That hits. Okay. Roll D eight. Helps if I type things right. Plus two. Oh, heh. <laughs> For folks home listening to us do this, yeah, the exciting world of doing rolls. 
Uh, nine damage, though. That's pretty significant. Uh, you don't kill it on oh, impact, but you well, definitely hurt it. And for the horn attack, let's see if this hits. That is a 20, I'm sure that hits. That hits, <laughs> yep, absolutely. For another three points of damage as I gore it with my horns. The When you, you basically run up and slash at it with your blade, cutting through its thick hide, there's something wrong with it. You can you recognize that immediately. You almost wish then that you didn't drive your horns into it because when you do, its blood sprays out into your face, mm. and it burns. It doesn't burn enough to injure you, but it's definitely there's something wrong with this animal. Uh, it the sh for a second it doesn't seem to want to die, and in fact it doesn't. Like it should have died. You know it should have died, and then it just doesn't. It just it comes back up. And okay, it's now, I... its eyes are glowing bright red, and it's glaring at you now that you've heard it. Yeah, I, I basically make it. I make it. My, I make myself the biggest target so that it doesn't go after. Uh, the, oh the no! The, very little danger of that because it had you know, rammed into you. Rammed into it, and you you basically killed it, and then it got back up. So yeah, it's focused on you. Foul creature. Agapios will stomp you into nothing. Next up is another boar. This one's the one trying to go for the satyr. Um, since nobody has said anything about that, it's it's currently charging directly at him. Do, 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 do. Well, I'll just make rolls in here instead of trying to get my dice again. The satyr, like just he trills his little like he, the the purple robe that the Keton is wearing. He like kind of removes it and is now standing completely naked. Uh, but he's very hairy, so you don't see too much, <laughs> unless you're really looking. And he uses his his uh, keton as kind of like a cape and gets the board to, to you know go after that and miss him. And as he does that, he's like, "I'm positive this is not how this is supposed to work." But that's the boar has missed him and is charged right past him. That's its go. Sardakes, you're up. Okay, so he was. In the audience watching the satyr. Mm -hmm. Um, how far away is he from the siren and/or the satyr getting attacked? Oh, you're probably a good thirty feet away from the siren at this point. The siren's up in the air awesome. too. This is perfect. But okay. That's the uh, boar that attacked the siren is like thirty-five feet from you. The boar that attacked the satyr is about twenty feet from you. All right, that's excellent. He pulls out his long sword in two hands, charges the. 30, 35 feet, whatever it is. He's got 40 feet of movement, so it's perfect. And he attacks the boar, attacking the siren. Okay. That hits. Okay. Uh, you, it's kind of a glancing hit. It sort of hits the bone of the shoulder and uh, causes it to like, bleed a little bit. Plus, when he charges like that, he can do a hoof attack as a bonus. Okay. Yay, bonus attacks. Extra bonus attacks are very powerful for level 1 characters. Mm-hmm. 13. Okay, you managed to kick it with your hooves. You need a slash there. And another 6. Ooh. Uh, yeah, that's a pretty significant kick to the face. You kick it so hard that you hear bones crunch in its head and you see it fall to the ground and then it goes and gets up and its eyes are glowing bright red 
Like, you know you killed it. You killed that thing. You crushed its head, and then it got up. These are not normal boars. All right. And he is staring at it with his sword in hand and staring it down, ready for what comes next. Okay. Stavros, you're up. Uh, am I within... I'm not that close to any of the boars, right? But I could get no, to within you're about, feet of one of them. You're about 20 feet from everybody because you said you were, you'd walked up to the stall. This, that one's within five feet of you, but the rest are all, there's one, the one attacking the satyr is like 20 feet from you. The one attacking the siren is like 35 feet from you. Is it possible to aim a thunder wave that I don't uh, hit people other than the boar that's right nearby? No, you would also hit uh, the guy who stole it. Yeah. Then I will just use the witch bolt. And okay. Zap that boar in the face. Okay. Is that, how does that, is that a saving throw or a spell attack? It's a spell attack. And I can keep it going for a while, too, it sounds like. Yeah. But you have to hit. Yeah. So roll that beautiful bean footage and or attack roll. And now Motel 6 exists in this world, I'm sure. <laughs> wow. Uh, 23. You definitely hit it. Uh, so roll your damage. As uh, Stavros makes a gesture in the air, a crackling black and green electrical field bursts forth and slams into the boar, doing a colossal amount of damage to it, frying, frying its hide clear off where it hits. Doesn't drop it to the ground, though. Uh, so it doesn't, it doesn't do the red eyes thing. It's definitely injured. Very severely injured. And now... Yeah, call down the might of Kronos on you, boar. And uh, at that point, the final boar gets to go. The one that just got hit, because it hadn't gotten to go yet. It's only 10 feet away. It has to move at least 20 feet to do that. So it's going to try and tusk Stavros. Oof, natural 20. Uh, Oof. Yeah, okay. That definitely hits me. Are we all going to die in our first combat? <laughs> I mean, no. It does, it does five points of damage to Stavros. It's not super impressive. Uh, for a crit, but it definitely it, it it gores you. It basically slashes across your arm. You you need to make a concentration check though. Yep, if I want to keep the spell going, which I do. Okay, basically beat a ten. Is that just a d twenty? Roll yeah, roll d twenty, and you need to beat a ten. I think it's it's a it's a constant it's a constitution save. So if you've got a you know whatever your constitution save is, roll d twenty and beat a ten. So the the con plus on your upper left. Oh, just barely. Got an eleven. Yeah, you you keep the spell up despite the pain of your entire injured forearm and shoulder. Like he like literally ripped his his tusks all the way up your arm to your shoulder, and you're leaking blood, but you manage to hold fast on the spell. And that leads us to Kixapos. I believe you are up next. Okay. Um, I have a question. I have a longbow. Okay. But the range on it says 150 and then 600 in parentheses. That's, your, that mean that's I... your normal range and long distance. You can shoot things closer. I can. The only, the only you'd have disadvantage if you are in melee with something okay. and you attempt to use a ranged weapon. But as long as you're not up to 150, you have no penalties. 600 is long range for you. Anything past 150 will impose disadvantage on a shot. There's okay. nothing here that you would get disadvantage from. Okay. Um. And then how far away is the one that's attacking this iron? About 30 feet from you. Okay. Um, 
And then my other question is, I have two short swords. Does that mean I dual wield or? Okay, so if I dual wield them, you can. I I don't think you. I don't know if you. That's the if you took that or you took archery. I don't know what you took for your ranger thing. Um, I'm not sure where would I see that. Hold on, I'll have to look at your character sheet. Okay. It would uh, say as a um, a bonus action, right? Yeah, my bonus action action is just my hoof. Actions in combat. Oh, crap. Um, I think it would be under features and trades, maybe? Likely. And then there's class features under there you can scroll to. I I think it would be under there. Yeah, I don't see it there, so I guess I don't dual wield. I just wasn't sure because I had two of them, so it was like probably okay. do, but okay. I don't. I don't have like I have a lot of windows open, so trying okay. to go look at your character sheet just destroyed the encounter tracking. Yeah, if you ah! on features so. and traits. It'll say fighting style. Yeah, I don't have that, so I don't have that. Okay, that's fine. Um, I'm going to. I'm going to charge the one that's attacking the siren and attack it with my short sword. Okay. Rangers don't get fighting style until level two. Yeah. Okay. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead and make a roll. Yeah, you don't hit. <laughs> okay. So bonus action, I'm going to try and kick it. Okay. Go ahead. 11? That actually hits. Okay. That barely hits. Uh Despite his thick hide, you actually managed to connect with your feet. Two damage. It squeals annoyed by you. It doesn't actually um, do anything, but it's, it's, it's irritated. But I have its attention, so that's yeah. good. At the top of the order, I had to, re- to do this fast because uh, the thing got destroyed. So some of you will be going different initiatives. I apologize. It's just what happened. Um, first off is the, the siren crashes uh, to earth, her leading leg kind of stretched out beneath her. She's clearly in a, in a lot of distress. Um, that's the first thing that happens. The one boar that got basically killed by Agapios, not the fish peddler, but the Agapios steelhoof, um, that boar attacks Agapios. Nope. 16 hit. Okay, it swipes its 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 uh, tusks, trying to gore you. But you do you have a shield or something? I do. I have a uh, a large shield, so I would sweep in. Yeah, the shield. Ta- you take the impact on your shield and, and brush it aside. Um, so that's that's it for that one. The boar that is currently afraid of Lysimera is backing away, trying to to figure out. It can see that it's. It's, it can't approach or move towards you because it's afraid of you, correct? Yes, that's... And the one that's attacking, the, the one that was attacking the uh, siren and is now fighting Kixopos is also afraid of you, so it can't approach you either, correct? Yes, until my next turn, so that's probably next round. This one, since it can't move towards you and it can't move away from you, it attacks you at disadvantage. Is an eight going to hit you? Oh, no. <laughs> Uh, it tries to gore you, but it's, it's startled and panicked by your roar, and it does it does just sweeps into open air, completely fails to contact you. Um, next up is Agapios, not right. the 
fish seller. <laughs> Not the fish seller. I'm going to try to take this thing's head off. See if I can. We'll see. Uh, 11. 11 does hit. Okay. D8 plus 2. 7 damage. As you thrust forward with your sword, uh, it, it you, you try to take its head off, but it doesn't come off. But okay. the animal, like, does die. It's just like the blade moves straight through where the neck is. And it's like there's tendrils of shadow the only things holding the head in place. Its entire body, in fact, as the sword sweeps through it, the body just sort of dissipates into mist and is like like smoke that just blows away around you. Okay, it's so like there's it's no ore there. Yeah, it's gone. Okay, you, is... You... Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. You're, you're talking. Is there any... Uh, where's the next closest one? Or you, had, you were like... it's thirty. It was 35 feet to get to this guy for most people. Um, so yeah, not particularly close to you. Okay. There's one, there's one attacking, uh, Lysimera at the, uh, the centaur's stall. That one's probably 20 feet from you. There's another one that's just kind of running amok in the crowd. That one's also maybe 20 to 25 feet away from you. The other, the other one is like easily 50, 60 feet from you. Okay. Uh, then the one that's going, that's harassing the crowd, like, I'll, I'll look down at the fallen mentor. Will you be okay? <clears throat> really? He's holding his stomach together, but he, he nods. All right, then I go after the one that's in the crowd. I'll just move to, to sort of get its attention. I can't, I can't charge, uh, you because I already taken action. Yeah, yeah. Then I can't use my bonus hammering horns because I have to hit it with a melee attack first. But I can get into its face and present myself as the next target. Okay. You run up on it. It doesn't... It's sort of like bucking around and throwing its horns and it's trying to kill that satyr. But he keeps moving. And it hasn't successfully contacted him yet. I, I'll yell at the satyr. Get behind me! Oh, is that an invitation? It's quite the behind. <laughs> I do not think I have the appropriate interface for you. <laughs> oh, I'll make it fit. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> hey, Saros, unfortunately, after hearing that, you get to go. Um, yeah, I'm just going to keep the lightning going on that board that gored me. Okay, well, so what happens? You roll damage? I think so. I don't think I have to roll another hit again, do I? I'm not oh, very up on so. my sorceress. No, I think it has to make a save again, right? I don't think there's a save. No, it's Which... a spell hit. Witch bolt? Witch bolt? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because it's range spell The bolt that he hit it with. Okay, a beam of crackling energy. Arc of lightning it's... between you and the target. Make a range yeah, spell attack on a hit. Each of your turns for the duration, you can use your oh. action to deal 1d12 light damage. Automatically. Target automatically. Spell ends if you use your action to do anything else. The spell also ends if the target is ever outside the spell's range or if it has total cover from you. So, so right you now, just, just did another seven damage. Okay. Yeah. Uh, did you kill it last time or did you not quite, you did not quite kill it. Okay. You blast this thing with lightning and you, you actually see it this time. You see for a second, its body turns into, to, into shadow and then it reforms into the pig again. And it lets out this long <laughs> noise that's not right. 
and is now clearly enraged with you. Is it that still was your afraid action? of the kitty, though? No, actually. I haven't had a turn yet. Well, no, it died. Oh, oh. These things die, and then they come back. Ugh. So it died. Your spell ended because it was dead. It was dead. And yeah. then it comes back. That's uh, what yeah. I was wondering. Ugh. But right now it's 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 floating there, kind of like like a shadow in the shape of a boar. Uh, you you're like you're saying to yourself, I I know I killed this thing. I know I did, and it's it's glaring at you. Okay. But that is the end of that. Uh, you do anything else, Stavros? I mean, you have uh, that was your action, but you can move and you have a bonus action. Uh, then yeah, I'll back off. I think. Okay, gets an attack of opportunity of on you as you move away from it. Oh, then I will. I don't want to do that then. Okay. I'll let you not then, although usually I wouldn't. Then I'm just gonna roar at it. Be a minotaur. Okay. Okay. Roar! Minotaurs have no special roar. <laughs> <laughs> and neither do centaurs. Moo! The, the, the boar is annoyed and that thus will attack you. Is anything going to hit you? Yes. Yes, it will. You take four damage. So that puts me at negative one. Okay, Stavros oh, no. drops. Stavros drops as the the Shoot. boar gores him. So I have hard to kill as part of the heroic destiny, and it says reduced to zero but not killed outright. I can drop to one hit point instead. Does that apply there? That means that you you see Stavros do the exact same thing that the <laughs> the boar just did. There's this weird like flare of like divine radiance, and he gets up. And is still in the fight. It's like the opposite, but same thing. And that's the boar. The boar is like confused. Uh, let's see who's up next. Uh, Sardacase, you're up. Okay. Um, he wants to go and help the satyr, but he knows he can't with that boar in front of him. So he's just going to swing his long sword at it. Okay, go for it. Right. Hang on, I did that wrong. I was going to say, well, it's pretty impressive to get a zero and a hundred. Okay, 14. 14, 14 does hit. Goodness, three. However, this was one that did gotten hit and then knocked down and then got back up, correct? Yep, never going to keep him down. Well, this one, now you, you do the exact same thing that Agapios did. You sweep through it, and it turns into, like, dust and wind and shadow and, like, literally just blows away around you. Uh, dist apparently destroyed. Make a perception check. Specifically you. Yeah, no armor. Don't know what I'm typing in. Then it's nine. Yeah, you don't notice anything. It's it's hectic. How far away am I from the satyr? Um, quite a ways. Uh, about like at least thirty-five feet. Thirty-five. Yep. Okay. Then he's he's watching it. He's not gonna move at this. And that's from the boar that's attacking the satyr, right? No, that's from the satyr. You're 40 feet away from the boar that's attacking the satyr. Okay. He's um, he's going to just move so he's, a, he's 30 feet exactly from that boar. Okay. And end his turn. Okay. Uh, Lisa Mary, you're up. Uh, what is the closest boar to me? 
the one that you feared and then hit with your hammer for no effect and then tried to hit you and didn't. It's currently still in that stall, currently still wrecking the stall, uh, currently still afraid of you. Um, I will try to hit it with the Sacred Flame. It okay. has to make a saving throw, dex 12. It fails. So it takes 1d8 radiant damage. Okay, go ahead and roll that. That's a 7. As the Sacred Flame blasts into the thing's face, it screeches, snorts, and goes, <laughs> and it does not like what just happened to it. Lysmar <laughs> uh, is going to roar again, but she it doesn't have an effect. She doesn't have a special roar anymore. Okay. Just for flavor. Poor flavor. There's well, a lot of roaring two, going on. Two of them are dead. See, I don't roar. I just stomp and, and hit things with my horns. <laughs> I'm a lion. I've got to roar. It's my thing. Okay, the one that just got hit with Sacred Flame uh, can't really do anything, uh, so it will try to kill you. Good luck! I forgot how beefy boars were in 5th edition. They're beefy in real life. So that that's a 14 to hit. That does not hit. It slashes out and fails to hit with its tusks. Uh, it's really unhappy. That's it. Now, Kixapos, you're up next. Okay, so I'm up on. I'm up with the siren and this other annoying boar. That siren is to... like close to 20 feet away from you because she flew away and then crashed to okay. the ground. Okay. Um, I'm going to try and hit the annoying boar again with my short sword. Okay. Wait, the siren boar just died. Did it? Yeah, I yeah, did, in fact, I yeah, did kill the siren boar, so the other boar is is about... The two boars that are left are the one that's in the stall trying to destroy everything, and the one that's attacking the satyr. Well, oh. In fact, as, you, as, you're doing, one. as you guys are, are noticing this... Uh, you, because you kicks about you, because you were relatively close. You see that um, the, the the dour moody nymph has run up, and he is trying to help the the siren. Like he physically lifts her up off the ground, and is trying to get her away from this. Okay. And she says something to him that you can't hear unless you make a perception check, and he says something else that again you can't hear unless you make a perception check. If you make a perception check, it's going to be your action. Ah. <sighs> I had to get that out fast for everyone listening because I didn't yeah. want to do it. Yeah, because I was already typing. Um, okay, so there's one that's going after the Seder right now still? Yeah, there's one going after the Seder and there's one going after the Leonin. How Leonine far away Claire. from me is that one? Uh, about easily 50 feet. Okay, I'm going to pull my longbow and try and shoot it. Just don't hit okay. me. <laughs> 10? Misses. Ah! The arrow actually the the arrow does hit it, but it furrows along its hide and doesn't actually do any damage. Okay, then yeah, um, I don't have a bonus action that I can do here, so I'm just going to keep an eye on the siren and the nymph. Okay. Uh, so that's Kixapos. Next up would be a dead boar, and then another dead boar. So Agapios, you're up. All right, well, I got this boar that's trying to attack the satyr, which I don't like. I'm not too fond of these these things giving uh, creatures a bad name. So I'm going to take a swing with my uh, sword at this one and hopefully hit. 
Ten's going to miss, I'm assuming. And actually, you do hit it, but you don't do any damage. That's fine. Uh, it the throws re- off of its skin. Okay, but it hits. The only reason I ask is... It I hits by description. It does not okay. hit. Okay. All right, so I can't, I can't hammering horns it then. No, its armor class is 11. Okay. So for the That's purposes of this, your, your, your blow is useless, and you don't get enough purchase to thrust your horns into it. All right. Yep, nothing else I can do then. So I just keep standing in its way between it and the satyr. Also, does hammering horns need to be from a charge? No. Gorian rushes from a charge. Hammering horns is if I hit with a melee attack. Um, I can then okay. make... Basically, I can shove it with my horns. Um, so I can't okay. do that unless I hit. Nope, you did not connect for that purposes yep. of that. Stavros, uh, make a death saving throw. Roll 1d10... 1d20... Beat a 10. Man. I have uh, advantage on death. Yeah, so roll with advantage. Oh, wait, no, you got up to one for that. No, you don't have to do this. Yeah, I was going to yeah, say. I was like, you I popped up. Dive. Oh. I thought that maybe the you door popped had up done to something one. to kill me. Oh, no, you popped up to one. It did do something to kill you. You died, and then you popped up. So go ahead. Um, I think you would have lost your... However, since you died, you would have lost your spell. Yeah, yeah which bolt's gone. And the, the thing also died, too, so... And got up. Yeah. So, yeah, you don't have witch bolt on it, so go ahead and do whatever action you're going to do. You you don't feel... You you feel very bad right now. Are the boars medium or smaller? Yes, they are medium creatures. Actually, let me look at and make sure. They are medium. A medium beast unaligned. And then I'm going to use Gust to try and blow the boar away from me, and into a wall if possible. That maybe, there are maybe no walls. You're, this is like an outdoor... Like Think of a Ren Fair... If it was in a big U shape with all the stalls like around and it's just everything is outside. The only building anywhere near you is like a hundred feet off that way. It's a farmhouse. Okay. Blow them into a stall. Yeah, then I'll blow them into a different stall. Okay. Uh, it's a strength saving throw. Okay. Does he have to make the saving throw, or do you have to roll to hit, or you just what? Uh, must succeed on strength saving throw or be pushed up to five feet away. It's I'll tell you right now, the only stall within five feet of you is the one that currently has a boar in it. So if that's what you're trying to do, you're trying to push this boar into another boar, and it's just going to end up being a lot of boars in that poor guy's stall. <laughs> then yeah, I'll do that. Well, if it gets pushed out of my melee range, doesn't it get a... Uh... No, there's two of them. Ah. The one that he's near is not the one you are near. Okay. He is with the, hit the one with Lights Mera and that guy in his stall. Gotcha. This one is nearer to that. Either way, I need to get it away from me. And I uh, rolled a nine. What's the DC? Twelve. Okay, so you do push him back five feet. And now there's yeah. two boars in that stall, one of which is very annoyed. Only one of them is annoyed? The other one's afraid. <laughs> uh, it shouldn't be. The fear ends at the end of my turn. Oh, okay. Then it's not afraid anymore. Oh, yeah. Gotcha. It's cool again. Oh, then it's, it would have hit you. Okay. Could oh. I use a bonus uh, action to throw out another cantrip then? No, because you just cast a spell. Okay. Well, technically... I mean, you can sometimes, if but only if the cantrip is of like says one bonus action. Yeah, I was going to say that's the requirement. So if you have a cantrip that takes a bonus action, you can cast it, but otherwise you can't. No. All right. Then I'm then, just, I'm going to try and get further away from those boards too. Now that it's not. Okay. How far do you move? Uh, say thirty feet. Thirty feet back okay. from it. Giving it the room to charge you, and its movement is. Yeah, 40 feet, so no problem. Uh, it charges you. 
This was a terrible idea. <laughs> is the 12 going to hit you? Yes. Okay. Oh, no. Actually, yeah, ooh, it, since it, it charged, it gets to... Uh... Yeah. It was um, nice knowing you. <laughs> just take, you basically, I'm just going to give you the average. You take seven points of damage from its goring charge. So it slams it. Negative six. Okay, so you're now, now you're unconscious, making death saves. At the start of the next turn. Okay. So yeah, Stavros gets gored again. Uh, and this time, looks like the gods did not step in to stop him. So Stavros is down. Oh, Sardikes, you're up. Okay. Kind of comforting to see the spellcaster is a fragile little piece of glass, even when it's a bull. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love it. Okay. Unaware of what's going on over there, he's going to charge the one attacking the satyr. Okay. Roll 12 or higher to hit. Oh, he failed. He, he charged, and he just kind of tapped it yep. on the shoulder you, with his sword. Hey, how you doing, boy? You need to hit to kick? I need yeah. to... I need to hit to kick it okay. as a bonus. So yeah, you yeah. you do not touch it at all. The satyr is like, woo, two men fighting over me or for me. I'm not sure how it works. I am not a man. Oh, you look like a man to me, darling. Okay then. And that's um, that's all, that's all I can do. Uh, ladies, Mara, you are up. You currently. You, one guy... Oh, wait, you could have made an attack of opportunity. Oh, dang. I didn't think of that. It was, in your, it was, it was threatened and it ran. Oh, well, sorry. Uh, I should have said too late something. now. Oh, I didn't... I didn't I wasn't you've, got, you've got one of them in front of you uh, who's, like, now it's angry at you because you made it afraid and, like, all things that get scared. Uh, go ahead huh? and attack it. Yeah, I'm going to do... I'm going to Sacred Flame it again, which is a deck save for it. Out of curiosity, does she have anything to stabilize him on the ground? Is he... Uh, he's not near me. I have cure wounds, but it's a touch spell. 21 on its save? Yeah, it saves. Okay, and I don't have any bonus actions. So nothing happens to it? Nothing happens to it. Sacred Flame is a cantrip. So yeah, the flames lash out from your hands, but it does the equivalent of a, of a pig split and drops <laughs> below you and then pops back up. <laughs> Okay. I mean, I don't want to move out of its threatened range to... I guess I could have. The one that's that's trying to attack the satyr is now completely frustrated by all these people trying (laughs) to stop it from attacking the satyr. And uh, I'm going to roll 1d2. One, it goes for the centaur, and two, it goes for the torrent. Yes, I said torrent. Just get over it. I mean, (laughs) it's not wrong. I don't disapprove. I'm just amused. Goes for the centaur. Oops, I did not do that right. <laughs> At least a third of these streams is us trying Ooh. to figure out the dice roller. 20. Ooh. Does oh, a 20 God. hit you, Sardis? Oh, definitely. Okay, you take um, four points of damage as it slashes its tusks into your arm. But it couldn't charge because you were right on top of it, so scores you and it goes Arr! and now kicks a post you're up I'm gonna pull out another arrow and try and shoot that boar again the one that's after the satyr or well I guess it's now after the other centaur yeah yeah okay 
You're like, hey, that's a centaur. And you Seven. Apparently, oh. apparently you were distracted by noticing that it was a centaur. Mm. Uh, the the arrow just flies wild. Does not does not come near it. Do you do and anything that's, else? That's all I can. I'm gonna kind of back up towards where the nymph and the uh, siren are at. Could kind of position myself between them and whatever remaining boars. Give me are. a second to look at your character sheet. All right, you get close enough. You hear the siren whisper, "You know, save yourself." And the uh, nymph go, "I will never leave your side." And <laughs> top of the round is a dead boar, and then another dead boar, and then a gapios. You gapios, not the fish guy. He's currently trying to protect his fish. Okay. <laughs> hey, he's going to make sure, you know. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go take another swing at this boar because, well, I need to. 14, that should hit, right? Oh, that hits. Yeah, that definitely hits. Do, 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 do. Uh, only three points of damage. Okay. Um, uh, it actually pushes him down, though. So now what I'm he, going to try to do... Well, hold on. It, he explodes in shadow. Oh, he does. And turns into like the full shadow boar and is still there, but it's now eyes glowing red. Perfect. Now go and do what you're trying to do. Is there now this is a festival, and if I remember anything about old like Greek style festivals, there's always like pyres and stuff all around, right? There are, but they're not tremendously close to you. Unless you can throw this thing a good fifty feet, it's not gonna help you. Uh no, but I can start pushing it ten feet towards it, which is exactly what I'm going to do. Okay. So let me go ahead uh, to do bonus action. It needs to make a strength DC uh, 12 saving throw. Otherwise, I start moving it away. Not a oh, problem. Yeah, no, it, it, doesn't, it, stands it does not go anywhere. <laughs> I lock, I butt heads with its horn or with its tusks and probably just don't move. <laughs> hmm. Problem. You guys see the minotaur and the pig guy are locked in battle. At this point, you hear a noise. Incoming! Uh, where did that come from? And it just hits. A giant rock smashes down on where the uh, boar was and scatters it into smoke and ash. And you see the wounded but still upright massive you know, minotaur that you had wrestled with earlier threw one of his test of strength rocks and smashed it. <laughs> My friend. Uh, uh, I hate smoke pigs. And he falls to his face. Oof. Onto the ground. Uh, okay, that's Agavius. Stavros, make a death saving throw. You have advantage. That's just a KO. Uh... Yeah, K, no, just K1. K1. But since you didn't do it, just roll again. Because you would have failed on that one. Okay, you succeeded. All right. First death save success from Stavros. Yay! Yay. I'm not dead yet. There's one boar left now. It is the one in the stall. Oddly enough, that one is the one that survived the longest. Uh, it's going to try and kill that annoying priest, because no one will rid it of her. Good luck! The priest is wearing armor and has a shield. That, that nine's probably not going to hit you. Yeah, it's, That's... it's quite frustrating for the, the death pig. I have AC 18, so good luck to anyone. <laughs> That's it. Dang, at a level one? Jeez. Uh, I can wear heavy armor, and I have a shield. Yeah, there's no reason not to. Yeah. Yeah. Sardicase, 
you're standing there seeing like a giant rock smash down on the thing that you were fighting. It's now dead. Uh, there's one of these things left and it's currently like just rampaging in a stall. You hear that, that the bull centaur from the Northern tribe go, I, I didn't have any wares yet. What are you even doing? Okay. Um, how far away is that boar? 25 feet, but you will, you kind of have to be careful because Lysomer is right in front of it. Um, all right. Then I'm going to pull out my longbow and shoot at it. Okay. All right. 18. That's going to hit. <sighs> Says the ranger. Okay. <laughs> the same thing that has happened with all the previous ones happens. The arrow goes into it. It drops and then explodes into a cloud of shadow that takes the form of a boar and is still there. And now it's red-eyed. Yep. And he, he was expecting that after that last boar, yep. or the last couple boars, so he that was par for the course, and that's all he could do. Lysamara, you're up. I am going to smack it with my warhammer, which is 1d20 plus 3. No, that's an 8 to hit. Nope. Ah. It does not hit. It's and made of smoke. It's weird. You just... Mm. Oh. I don't have any bonus actions. I'm just going to growl. Ah. Okay. Uh, that gives it a round, I guess, but it doesn't know what it wants to do at this point. Um, ooh, I, I could have to try and do that. Okay. It drops its. It drops to its like. It drops really low on the ground and attempts to push you aside. Make a strength saving throw. DC 15. Okay, you are knocked I rolled prone. a two, so no. You are knocked prone and to the side, and okay. it's going to charge out. <sighs> and it's going to attack Stavros on the ground. No, I'm kidding. That would be mean. <laughs> it would make you fail two death saves immediately. Uh, no, it's going to charge Kixapos. Me? Yeah, you're the only one between it and goring some other people. You, you, you're, okay. you're in front of it in the siren, remember? Oh, yeah, that's right. Before it's not going to hit you though, so it charges out. It's a really good charge. It's really happy with how it's going to gore you, and then you just kind of go, "Nope," and it's like, "How can a horse move that fast?" But yeah, it misses. So now it's embarrassed, and you're up, kicks a bus. Cool. Well, since it's in range now, I'm going to try and hit it with a short, short, short sword. Okay. And I miss it. Yes, it's display of nobody able to hit anybody. Forever, ever, forever. A lot of not hitting. And, and uh, I don't think I can... Oh, wait. Um, you can move and you can bonus action. Yeah. Uh, hang on one second here. Okay. Oh, no. Okay. Um, I'm going to stay where I'm at. Okay. Agapios. There's one, one boar left trying really hard to kill the... Uh, the um, siren and being held off by the other centaur kicks a post that you don't really know. Um, How far away? Like 40 feet. I can't do anything then this turn. Okay. Do you um, just stand there? Or? No, what I'm going there's to do... There's also a guy on the ground, like, you know, there's, yes. a, dead min there's a half dead minotaur on the ground. That's, that's, like that's what I'm going to go deal with. I literally go over to him uh, and I... Uh, the fight is not done yet, friend. And I boop him with my holy boot, uh, holy boot snoot finger, uh, and give him five hit points back. 
Okay, you are now on the ground, but conscious with five hit points. Yay. And just in time for you to be up. Mm-hmm. So I'm conscious, lying down, I have five health. Yep, these are all true things. And I can do something to that other boar. Yes, yes. You is can. there anything, uh, is it within five feet of anything? Uh, it's within five feet of the uh, of centaur me. that's trying to kill. Hmm. I'm just going to have to throw another witch bolt at it. Okay. So it has to save or you have to attack it? Uh, it's an attack roll. Okay. 15. That'll hit. For nine damage. And it erupts into that cloud of smoke and is like blows over the centaur and dissipates and is gone. All around you now, you hear screaming that you realize some of it's pretty distant. And you see that other clouds of smoke are happening as other, like some of the guards and so forth, have gotten together to kill some of these things. You see that the woman that was singing alongside the other nymph, the, 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 the woman nymph, Saressa, has like literally stabbed one with an extremely long dagger like right in its eye and it explodes into dust as she pulls away from it uh you see some others you see that that centaur who was lamenting the destruction of his of his stall was actually kicking one to death at the same time he was like literally like dancing on it just smashing it with his hooves until it was dead um so yeah that's happening all around you guys so the the immediate threat is done it appears to be yes, because the DM says, "Yeah, you're out of initiative now." Cool. So yeah, you're, I, you're done. I go tend to my Minotaur strongman friend and make sure that he doesn't bleed out to death. Okay. Yeah, he's actually okay. Like he gets up and he's he's kept himself intact. He's just he just collapsed out of the strain of throwing a giant rock. I'm, I'm well. I'm well. You you said you hate smoke boars. Do you know what those things were? No, but there were smoke boars. I mean, obviously. Fair, fair enough. I've never seen anything like that. Usually, a, you kill a boar, it stays dead, and doesn't turn into a smoke monster and have to be killed again. It was not natural, yes. We should... I, I look at all the other people that were in combat. I, I assume we don't know each other, and I will just kind of... Oh. As you're doing that, Stavros, the uh, world changes color. This is normal. <laughs> I'm going to look around. Well, you almost visited me, didn't you? Do I? Who, is, who said that? There's Where a crackle I? of lightning directly behind you. And the black star-studded form of the god uh, Karanos. Do I see him? We'll get to you. Okay. Um, when I said you had a destiny... I didn't intend it to be getting killed by pigs. My lord. And I'll kneel before him. Get up. I am displeased with whatever happened here. What did happen here? We were at the... I was at this festival, and then... That's the great thing about having mortals who do my will. I tell them to find out things that I'm too busy to intend to. Find out whoever did this and stop them. As you command, uh, your will be done. As he turns, he does walk to, towards Kexopos, who is not moving in your sight, but he stops for a moment and then gives her a look. 
it would annoy me if this one dies. Noted. No, he's talking to him. Oh, not to you. okay. You you can't see or hear him. He's okay. he's walked up to Kixophos. He's like standing directly next to her when he says this. Who is this one to you? What is her destiny? Her destiny is important. Her ancestry is. She's mine, and that's all you need to know. Okay, as you command. You feel, but don't see something. Like you feel like you the you have like your hair and the fur on your back kind of rise. This is Kixopos. Okay. They kind of rise as if like in a static, and then it passes, and you see that that minotaur that got knocked to the ground stand up and look at you. She kind of looks around, looks at the minotaur, turns around, looks back at the siren, and goes, are you okay? My leg is broken, I think. Okay, let's see if we can find somebody. Is anybody a healer? How how far away am I from the siren? I'm going at to head point, away. You, you can just, at this point, right of combat, you can walk up. I'm, I'm going to rush over there, and I will cast Cure Wounds on her. Okay. Uh, the, the wound knits together. It doesn't really matter how much you heal, it heals. Uh, because it's this is nine, so... In your own. Mm. Uh, it heals right up. Thank, thank, thank you. I, and they both... It's like she and the uh, nymph both realize that she's in his arms. And he puts <laughs> her... De- gently, he doesn't put her down to hurt her. But it's like they de- they detangle from each other as quickly as they can. <laughs> uh, Lysmar will give like a little sort of hit partial bow like a, a head nod kind of bow and uh, God, at this point agavios is like yeah the, the fish seller one he's like yay <laughs> my fish are fine <laughs> and the festival is saved thanks to our heroes who get free pies oh i definitely Ooh, want one of those pies, pies. yeah, yeah <laughs> i still have to try the pie. eel <laughs> oh, fish yeah, was good had- has anyone noticed a trend with ann and i immediately going for the food I mean, that just seems like yeah. a thing now. I had not noticed it, but here's some pies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, after Lysmar is going to look around and make sure no one is like actively dying. Yeah, that, and then she'll go over to the fish. There's stall. actually you see a centaur that you had not noticed before. Yeah, a much older centaur. She's got mm-hmm. long gray hair and kind of like a an Appaloosa style coat mm-hmm. on her horse parts of her body is going around and like touching people and healing them that, that need it. Mm-hmm. Uh, she nods to you and continues on her path. And the human that spoke, uh, Talus, he's like, he's got like his, he's got like, he's got another human. The one that was um, arm in arm with the, the nymph. They're like, you know, the, that one has his sword is completely covered in blood and he's like sweating. And the, the two of them are like, you know, basically trying to like run around to see, you know, if any other fires need to be put out, so to speak. You see that going on? I would like an eel pie, sir. Here you go. The finest eel pie in all the land, because literally there are no eel anywhere else around here. And I had to bring this from the ocean in retrospect, not the best move on my part. So take it. Cause if otherwise it will go bad and I'll have to throw it out. I'll, I'll head over to the pie vendor guy. Uh, you you look like an eel pie man. Am I right? Am I right? Or are you a fish and eel pie man? Maybe you like two kinds. Sure, give me the fish and eel pie. I'll he say, hands but... you the like like all the other pies. It's a small like fits in the palm of your hand. If, for a minotaur, it's like small in the hand. 
it's almost like a tiny little cupcake. Um, yeah, it's it's a thick crust, uh, the the egg and fish and eel mixture inside of it. It's it's kind of like a fishy quiche. It's very nice, surprisingly light and airy. You were expecting this to be like fried and heavy, but it's it's pretty light despite you know having. Tick supposed is going to go after the um, fish and eel this time. Okay, he's hands you one. Thank you. This is this is a fine pie. I do think you made a good choice bringing the eel. Sardicus hit been here just as a to have fun before but now he's on guard duty like back in his normal actually uh, since you're a guard you notice that the the human with the long sword is wearing his armor is from the melitus guard he's got a he's got the melitus style helmet with the long horse heel crest um and he's talking to the uh person who spoke before the satyr went up to do his performance who then makes his way to the... He's now walking over to where everybody uh, is eating at the pie stand. I don't know. Did you walk over there, too, or you just... Oh, yeah. Guarding he's stuff? definitely getting a free pie after that. But the human walks up. Yeah, the human walks up and goes, uh, Friends, I hate to interrupt your justly deserved pie, <laughs> but I, if I may have words with you. Yes? My name is Talus. I'm, I am the archon of the community here. Uh, this festival is of greatly importance to the people of Drufos, and someone has clearly sent these monsters to attack it. And I, I would, I, I, I don't, I can't, I can't be here and do my job and, and investigate this at the same time. Uh, I, I would be willing to pay if you could assist me because clearly you are a formidable group. I'm going to look around at the others and like, Kind of thinking, are we a group? I don't know these people, uh, but Lysmar definitely. You wants hear to this like out. in your in your head, you hear a chuckle, hmm. and then <laughs> there's a visit. The world goes gray. <laughs> Greetings to Nazai, your god of the horizon. Do this because it's the adventure. <laughs> 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 You're all going to get these visitations until you agree to this. <laughs> and now that I've said that, we're going to take a five-minute break because I need to use the bathroom and everybody else can take that time to do so as well. <laughs> you all get visitations from your gods telling you to go along with this. So don't make me roleplay this out. <laughs> uh, but it's right. so hilarious when you do. Whew. All right, we will be right back then. <laughs> All right, I'm pushing my button then so that I can keep recording. Andrew, you back? Yeah. Andrew, you back? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. All right. Now that we're ball back, um, so after you've all had your proper divine representations <laughs> and been subtly goaded into doing this, uh, you are basically standing there at the fish seller's uh, stall. He gave... Agapios an extra fish pie because, you know, hey, Agapios has got to stand together. I, I appreciate it, but I do not require food, and I give it to somebody else. Oh, you know, I'm so sorry. It is alright. Truly, Perforos has cursed you. I choose to think of it as a blessing of Karametra. Okay, but you know, Perforos is the god who did the whole anvil rot thing, so you mm -hmm. know that, that Perforos is responsible for it. Sure. Um, okay. 
Talos is, you know, very grim-faced. For he's, he's not he's an average-looking person. He's like five foot ten, uh, bald, a little hair on the pate, um, beard. He's a uh, very like he he looks like stricken by what's happened. He goes every we've been doing this this festival since the freedom of Melitus, and I've I've been in charge of it my entire life since I was first appointed Archon. I've never seen anything like this. I don't I don't understand why anybody would like attack this festival. It's it's to celebrate our freedom from from the Archons. I don't from Agnomakos and his relentless war making. Who would support that? Who would attack it? I don't I will find out on behalf of the town and my god. Thank you. I I, I I'll I've spoken to others in the community and, and we can give you we can put together a, a reward of how many are you five uh, 50 gold pieces if you can find whoever did this all right i was already planning on doing that so okay like <laughs> tomorrow will just incline her head as in like a yes kind of gesture like, he, God's he, command. at this point he turns to um the only person who hasn't said anything um uh, i'm sorry i can't read your name right at the moment i'm kind of having an eye moment so uh, I, Stericos? Sardicus. Sardicus, thank you. Sardicus. Yeah. He looks at you and goes, and you, sir? I'm already looking around trying to figure out what's going on. I will definitely... Perception checks all around! You can roll one yourself, or you can choose to assist somebody else, and then they get an advantage. Up to y'all. <laughs> I'm too busy picking up debris. Wow. Mara rolled a 23, though. Yeah. And I rolled a 1. Yeah, Lismara's like, uh, you you, you know, Corey's character is busy, like, I almost died. Um, uh, Anne's character is annoyed that the bow, she kept missing with a bow. Um, Agapio's like, this is, I, I wish I could eat this pie. It smells great. Um, and uh, Sardicus is like, yeah, a lot of people here. But listen, Mara, uh, you notice that the satyr who got attacked, um, Agori, doesn't seem particularly upset or shocked, or he's just kind of leaning there. He's got some fruit that he picked up from one of the other stalls, and he's just kind of eating some grapes and looking Keeps around. The host wanted to talk to him anyway. Lysmara is going to, without bothering to say anything to the rest of these weird strangers, is going to walk over there. Okay. You two of you are, you end up walking over with Kixapos because both of you are interested in him. Mm. Um, so you're both standing there and he, he looks up and he's like, <laughs> ladies, interesting. Can I help you? What do you know about That's what just happened? Well, they were obviously trying to kill me to ruin the festival. And why do you think that? Because I'm the greatest poet who has ever lived. So what enemies do you have? Well, you can't be the greatest at something without having lots of enemies. I mean, come on. Get I can't, to the point. I don't know what the point is. I'm just assuming it's me. Why else? Who else would it be? I mean, the only other person that they attacked directly was that, that lummox with his stall full of nothing. And the... Siren girl. 
And they couldn't be trying to get the siren girl. I mean, come on. The poem was depressing. I'm going I'm going to like glower at him and I want to make an intimidation check. Okay, go ahead. Which I'm not very good at, but I want to give it a try. Can I help add to her intimidation? They could have oh, no, if I you were there. Six. I rolled a six. I'm not as intimidating as I'd like to be. It's more that he's completely blasé. Like he just had a giant pig <sighs> trying to kill him and he used it as a pickup opportunity. This is not a this guy is just not you are definitely not important enough for anyone to want to kill you. You're annoying. Hurtful. <laughs> it, it's meant to be. He turns and looks at uh, Kicks a Puss. Hello again. <laughs> Hello again. So you don't know anybody that might be an enemy of yours that uses magic well, I mean, of the sword that we saw? I mean... I'll be frank, I've never seen smoke pigs before. That was new. Um, no, uh, if, it, if they're not here to kill me, which, again, why wouldn't... I'm, I'm the best poet alive. Why wouldn't you be trying to kill me? Uh, I would say uh, go talk to the, the centaur who stamples on everything. I, maybe he knows something. Hmm. I, I see Rossi giving us a really subtle hint. Lysmar is going to just turn on her heel and walk over to the centaur in the booth where we saw the head. As you're heading over there, uh, you see that he's talking to another satyr. Mm. And that satyr looks up and sees you going, you coming and goes, turns back to him and goes, I'll be back later. And mm. starts heading off. And he's like, you know, he goes back to like looking around his stamped on stall and is like, I just got this stall. Kicks a post, follows. It, it is sad. It is sad the fate of your stall friend, but I wonder if you know anything about this attack or if you've seen things like this before. I mean, there were some boars on the walls of the tomb I visited on my way here, but... The, the tomb where you got that head? Yes, yes. It's a nice head. I, I, I could sell it to you, I suppose. Kicks a post, rubs her temple, so, <laughs> and goes... How much for the head? Uh, ten silver. <laughs> Do I'll take it. I'm just, I'm just going to like side whisper. Do we really want to buy a possibly cursed head that smoke boars are possibly chasing after? If they're chasing after it, then we should probably take it somewhere and do something with it. <sighs> so he, he hands you the head. And I hand him ten silver. Thank you. If Perhaps. you have anything to sell later, you can come back and I'll give you back your ten silver because this is all the money I've made so far. Okay. Perhaps, perhaps think a little carefully before you rob any tombs in the future. It's open. Should we go check out that tomb? See if there's clues? Yes, where, where was this tomb? Well, and he gives you a rather elaborate description of the path <laughs> he took to but that ultimately leads to north of the city, I mean, north of the town, past a river, and there's a large forest that has, like, various tombs. They're like Tholos tombs. They're like underground tombs that are also built into domes, and they have elaborate entrances. Uh, he stumbled upon one, chased out some bandits, and, you know, found a mummy head. Did he find a mummy head, or did he tear this head off of a mummy? No, they had it. 
the the bandits um, had it. So uh, after I after I killed them, I I took it. You you liberated it. I head. Hmm. Did who who was that man talking to you before we arrived? I'd never seen him before. Apparently, his name is Dolofuenios, um, and he's from. I don't. I'm not sure. Actually, he didn't say. Uh, but he was asking me lots of questions. Questions, questions about, about what? what? Uh, did I know Agori had the had the boars attacked Agori? Was Agori injured in some way? Did Agori seem upset? Things like that. Do you know who Agori is? Oh, no, that's we why we're just talking to. Yeah, oh. he is. I think we should follow that guy. That sounds fine. He certainly seems to know something. And we're such a subtle group. He'll never notice we're coming. I just sort of glance around at the Minotaurs and the Centaurs. and You're the only one who isn't, like, doesn't have hooves in the entire group. Yeah, but I am wearing heavy armor, so I have disadvantage on stealth. You actually might have the worst time of anyone, then. Yeah, I might. Well, the Minotaur also, I believe, has one of the two Minotaurs is worth wearing heavy armor because he's a paladin. Yep, I sure am. Right. I think he is heavy armor. Are you, <laughs> you, are you guys going to follow that guy? Yeah. Sure, why not? Right. Seems like a good lead. Well, then, make survival checks at disadvantage because you're attempting to track a dude through a huge festival with, like, thousands of people. You get to make it at all because he's a satyr, and there's really only a few satyrs here. Is it with disadvantage? With disadvantage. Or you what can assist making? somebody. Survival checks. Who's got the highest survival? Okay. I've got a plus four. I will assist Anne. Can you uh, get to roll without penalty? Just roll straight I, I also okay. have a plus four. I'm going to give Anne guidance, which lets you add an extra 1d4. No, it's proof not. correct? Yes. 18? 18, okay. You're actually able to track him, uh, not by following him himself, but by following his, his footprints, because he has, like all satyrs, he has goat legs. And goats have different feet than, say, horses or cows. Um, so the, the, the tracks he leaves are different. They're smaller, and they're a different shape. Uh, there aren't that many satyrs around, so unless you're following a gory somehow, and you don't think you are, you find yourself winding your way through the crowd and out of the festival fairly quickly. About five minutes, and you're, you're now out into, towards the trail into the woods. Um, hmm. He's heading north, and you realize, because you heard the description of the path to the tomb, that you're not heading in a dis in a dissimilar direction. Looks like north it is. I don't believe in coincidences, so so okay. we're going to go north. Yeah. So that's everybody's on board with that, and you're all going north. Yep. Yep. Trotting along. It's our only lead. Well, it's our only two leads, and they both go the same yeah. way. So yeah. Hey. You all got. You guys are all heading north, following up. After about five minutes, you hear um, sounds of like high-pitched voices make stealth checks. Nine. Thirteen. <laughs> Seven. Hey, not bad. Thirteen. 
How are the Minotaurs the stealthiest people? They're not. Oh. A 19. Oh. Yeah, but yeah. you didn't roll with disadvantage. Uh, isn't the KL1 disadvantage? You have to have two. Oh, it's all right. Okay. Indeed. 20 plus 1. 10. Oh, okay, if I do disadvantage, then I got a 5. Why are you rolling disadvantage? Do you have armor? Oh, no, no. I, I have just uh, medium armor. No, uh, disadvantage is for people in heavy armor. Oh, okay. Then, no. My, no. Okay. Um, between the various people in heavy armor and the various little rolls, you guys come crashing out of the underbrush <laughs> right into a meeting of four satyrs who are all standing around. Uh, and then, after we kill the woman, we'll finally... And then they all like look up, and there you are. And uh, the the taller, thinner of the four of them goes, "Cover me!" and darts forth into the woods. And the other three all turn to face you. I guess this is engagement time. I would like to cast sleep. Okay, well you're not going to get to until after initiative. Ugh. So we're rolling for it's initiative again. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you literally not not a one of you cleared like you know your stealth checks were abysmal. So yeah, they, you don't. <laughs> oh, I rolled oh, a one. Oh. I did that last time, so. Okay, uh, Sardicus? I got on 11. Lysimera? My place in that 16. Kicks the post. 11. Okay, uh, Stavros? 14. Hey, listen, Mary, you're actually going first. I want to cast sleep. Okay, you know, there are, the three of them are grouped together. They're actually yes. all standing next to each other. Yes. So. This is what I want. I just have to remember how the sleep spell works. I roll 5d8. The total is how many hit points of creatures this spell can affect. Okay. Yeah, roll 5d8. I rolled a 21. So starting with the creature that has the lowest current hit points, each creature aspect affected by the spell falls unconscious until the spell ends, the sleeper takes damage, or someone uses an action to shake or slap them awake. Okay. None of them fall asleep. Damn it! None of them have less than 21 hit points? Oh, that's not nope. good for anyone. That's okay, good information for us, at least. That's literally all I can do, and also I have no more spell slots. Good luck. Stavros, you're up. Are they menacing us? I mean, they they're like standing between you and that guy. They they yeah. didn't attack you. You weren't able to recover any on the short rest. No. No, Is it's cleric. That guy that ran off was he the one that was talking to? Yes. Okay. Stavros, you're up. Uh, I'm going to say step aside. Karanos uh, demands that you flee, and I'm going to cast Thunderclap. Okay. Are you casting it at them or on them? It's everyone within 100 feet. What does it do? Uh, succeed on con throw or take 1d6 thunder damage. Okay, so it hits your party too? Yep. <laughs> Seriously? Uh, yep. Con 12. No, you're casting it on on your party? I'm casting it on everyone within 100 feet. Uh, no. Well? The range area is a 5-foot attack, not a 100-foot. You can... 
Uh, you read past it, it within a hundred feet. Okay, no, the sound can be heard. Hundred feet, but yes. I, okay, I get it now. That makes a little so bit more sense. So you have to be within five feet of someone to cast it. Yes, because it's a five foot range area. You're not within five feet of any of these guys yet. You're a solid twenty feet away from all three yeah. of them. This is this you would is have just to a move cantrip. into the group. <laughs> okay, then I'll. Does moving in provoke attack of opportunity? No, but moving out will. Okay, then yeah, I'll move in and do the thunderclap. Okay, so you're attacking one of the three of them. Which one? Uh, whichever is the middle one. Okay, go ahead. It's they a have save to... throw for them. Con twelve. They have to make a save. Okay. Okay, he fails. And if the other two are within five feet, do they also do it, or uh, does the spell say that it does that? It's just says it's a five foot radius, so. Oh, no. It's not. It's not a five foot radius. So the way the five oh, foot range okay. spells work is every a person occupies a five foot square. Um, so it's the, one guy. It's one, one guy, guy at this. Yep. Okay. okay. Unless the spell says it does area of effect type stuff, it does not. So you got one guy. Six. It's thunderclap. No. Thunderclap. Thunderclap. It is, yeah. It is thunderclap. Okay. Those thunder wave for a second there. No, I don't okay. have slots for that. Six damage. All right. You were attempting to scare them? Yep. Okay. Uh, I guess make an intimidate roll. I'll let you have advantage because you just did the thunderclap thing. Okay. okay that's wrong there. You did not roll with advantage. Advantage is hard. It does say each creature within range other than you must seed on it, succeed on a con throw. So 15? 15? 15, yep. That guy saves. That guy does not. That guy does. The guy you hit like decides, no, I don't want to get hit anymore, and he does turn and run away down the path. The other two are still standing there. Could have gone worse. Since you walked up to that dude to hit him with the spell, technically him running away is uh, would provoke an attack of opportunity if you have a weapon of some sort to hit him with. I think I have a staff, but... I mean, you can do it if you, don't want, if you want to. You don't have to if you want to just let him run away. Yeah, I'll let him run away. Okay. Uh, next up is a satyr, but he's the one to run away. Kicks a post, you're up. I'm going to pull my longbow. How far away is the one that ran? Which one that ran? Two of them ran. The first, the first one. one that said, cover me. Oh, he's already yeah. gone. He's in the woods. You don't see him. But only one ran away. No, there were three standing there protecting the one that said, cover me and ran into the woods. The, the one that said started. cover me is gone already. I can't try and yeah, shoot him. He double moved before the initiative round even started. He is, he is visibly not. You cannot see him. You would need I to make a perception check to even be able to try and target him. Okay. Oh, I, I wasn't counting okay. him. How far away are we from the... Within from 30 the feet. You're within 30 feet because Stavros literally walked right up to them and did the spell on them. So, Am I 30 feet away or no? You're within 30 feet of them. So if I move 30 feet, I'll reach them. Yes. Okay, I'm going to move 30 feet and try and hit one with my short sword. Okay. Uh, there's one on the right and one on the left. Which one would you prefer? Uh, the one on the left. Okay, go ahead and make an attack. 11? 11's not going to hit. Okay, bonus action. Going to kick him. Okay, can you do that if you didn't hit? No, I can't. You reminded me. Never mind. Okay. So I'm just going to stand there being ineffective again. <laughs> and somebody else can go. 
Actually, yes, yeah, Sardicase, you are now up. Okay, hitting with my longbow. And then I guess she was going for the one on the left. Uh-huh. All right, then I'll shoot the one on the right. 13. You do not hit him. I guess I'm not shooting the one on the right. Well, you've shot at him. But that does 13 not hit. 13 didn't hit? Okay. Nope. Do you and do anything else? No, just stand there with my bow in my hand. Hey, the one that you shot at? Hmm, you could do that. He, uh, the one that just got shot at by Lothar charges Lothar. And rolls his thing poorly, so it doesn't actually happen. Natural 20. Alright. Um, you take 12 points of damage. Okay, okay, I'm using my, um, Godly power, where I can, um, what was that called? Uh, unscarred, where I yeah. heal damage. Um, I roll plus constitution. Okay. Uh, what was that, a d12? Yeah. Uh, is it my saving throw? No, modifier, dang. No, it's just your constitution bonus. You roll d12 and add your con bonus to it. Yeah, you get okay, five points so back. I'm at five points. Okay. Yeah. So that happened. Um, that's his go. The one that is trying to fight... Well, he wasn't trying to fight uh, Kicks and Post, but Kicks and Post attacked him, so he'll, he swings a sword at Kicks and Post. That's a 19 hits. to hit. Yeah, it hits. Okay, you take three points of damage. Okay. Uh, Gapios, since you're the only Agapios around now, you're up. All right, so there's two in melee right now and one running away. That's correct. Uh, no, the one, um, the, the one ran away. The other one uh, charged me, so he's. Like, you charge up to him, didn't you? No, I didn't. I shot. Oh, you shot him. Well, yeah, then and one then of them is charged, actually close and to then you. He charged at me. Yeah, he is currently right there fighting. Well, they're both in melee. They're just in different melees. Well, yeah, the only, I'm just trying to see if I can. Not, they're not next to each other, is what I'm saying. Yeah, so I'm not, am I engaging any of them currently, or do I still have dealer's choice? You're not engaging any of them, because one of them is attacking somebody else. Okay. Uh, I think Lothar can handle his own. I'm going to go charge the other one. Uh, okay. Because it's... Well, you said it was 30 feet away, so I can still get up to it yep. and move my 20 feet. All right. Yep. Sword out. 19. Oh, that'll hit. Uh, big 10. And then I'm okay. going to uh, horn it, which misses wildly with a six, I'm sure. Yeah, six does not hit. Okay. But that's a Gabius. You're done then? That's your go? That's all I can do. Uh, Lisa Mary, you're up. There's currently one on top of Sardicase, like next to you. And then that's it. And there's another one over there fighting to other two other people. So no one is grouped up anymore. Nope, no one's grouped up anymore. Um, I am going to smack the one nearest me with my warhammer. Okay. Gotta say, give yourself a plus two to hit because you are st you can easily step to flank. 
I'm going to I'll use the rule where you have plus two to hit when you flank. Uh, so I add that plus two to my... Normal bonus, uh, yes. So whatever okay. your current bonus is, you add a two to it. That's a 19. That definitely hits. Uh, plus one. That's a nine. Okay, you crunch some bone very happily. The Saturn makes a bleeding sound. He's definitely not happy about that. Um, and that means the next person up is Stavros. Hey, it's me. Am I within 15 feet of either of them still? Or One of them is literally standing right next to you because it's fighting two people. One of them charged about 30 feet back to attack somebody at range. So that one's not within 15 feet of you anymore. And the one that ran away from you is also not within 15 feet of you because it ran away from you. If the, would I provoke attack of opportunity if I leave, if I move closer to the 15 feet, to the, or if I move towards the one that charged away, not the one that ran away because I scared it? The one that charged to attack uh, Sardicus is 30 feet away from you. If you move to get to it, you will absolutely provoke an attack of opportunity from the guy who is literally to the corner of you. Okay. Then then I'm just going to use uh, Lightning Lure on the one that's next to me and give it a yank with a lasso of lightning. Okay. Because it will do damage if it's within five feet of me, but I don't know if I would drag it anywhere or can I pull it off its feet if, I, if it fails the strength saving throw. Because it's it's got a pull, and then at, after that pull, if they're within five feet, they take damage. I don't know if I have to pull though. Do do do. Read it now. Okay, you wouldn't be pulling him within ten feet in a straight line because he's literally right next to you. He'll right. still take the one d eight damage if it works. Okay. So he has to make a strength saving throw or take elite damage. I'll let you pull him slightly, like you could pull him over to be directly in front of you, but that's that won't matter. It won't even. Like everybody who's still fight, currently fighting him would still be able to hit him. It doesn't. It wouldn't be any particular move. Okay. I'll, yeah, I'll, I still want to do that. Yeah, he failed. I rolled a five. Nice. So go ahead and do the damage. Six. Okay. And as I pull him to me, I will stare him in the eyes and say, "You dare defy the will of the gods? I told you, Karanos wants you to flee." We have to get to that man running, that satyr running away. He didn't give him a chance, dude. People attacked him. <laughs> One person who, who failed to save did run. Uh, okay, you say all that. That guy is like, ah, and being electrocuted. Okay, he continues to move full for his round. I mean, okay. I gave him a chance. He could have run with the other one. Kicks a post. You're up. The guy that you were fighting has now been dragged to the lightning whip slightly away from you, but not far enough away from you that you can't attack him. Cool. I'm going to try and... Shank him you, with the short If sword. you move to flank, you will get a plus two to hit. Okay, I'm going to move to flank and go to hit this him. This means with the Sardicates, no one else can flank him. Agapio, so you can't flank him. Okay. Okay. Just telling you. All right, go ahead and make your roll. 13. Did you add the plus two? Yes. Okay. Uh, that does not hit. Mother son of a... Okay, so I'm going to use the rest of my movement to move around so that um, he can be flanked by somebody else. Okay. Uh, Sardicus, you're back using your bow and you just kind of guy charge and smash into you. Uh, you're up. Okay, and I'm going to switch to my longsword because he's all up in my face. Do I get bonus because I'm flanking or no? No, you're not flanking with anybody. Actually, no, you are. He was uh, flanking with Liz, sure. yeah. Okay, so go ahead. You add plus two. Ooh, natural 20. Oh, right. yeah. <laughs> uh, 
We're going to use a variant rule here that I've been hearing about, and I haven't got a chance to use it yet, so we're going to give this a shot. Instead of rolling two dice, you take the maximum hit from your original dice, like the, you assume you roll the highest you can possibly roll, then you get to roll a second die and add that result and your your damage bonus. Okay, so I should roll 1d10 plus 10 plus 2. 1d10 plus 10 plus 2, yes. Assuming you're using a... Why are you getting a 10? Because you're using a longsword with two hands? Yeah. Okay. Yep, longsword with two hands is d10. <laughs> Sixteen damage, not terrible. Um, that's you. You were pretty hurt when he hurt hit you before, so you lash out with your sword, trying to drive him back, and you catch him right in the chest. He's not dead, but he looks like he definitely felt that. Okay, and then um, I'm going to use second wind. Okay. What does that do? He heals the eleven he points. Nice. Oh. Okay, I'm healed up to full. I think fighters get. Uh, okay. Next up is one of the two. Well, you're not going to move, are you? No, I'm staying. Okay. The satyr that got lightning lashed uh, attempts to stab with his short sword. Who is he stabbing? The person that hit him with a lightning lash. Ah. I hope he doesn't roll a nine or a fighter. 15 to hit? 15 hits. Okay. Now, I mean, I'll let you choose here. Do you just want to take the damage it listed, or do you want me to actually roll it? What's the damage it lists? Um, it lists six damage. The maximum he can do is nine. Well, either way, I might die. Okay, you'll take the six then. You get hit, and you take six damage. Back into death saves. Damn. How good at this? It happens. Doesn't a, a short rest reset your divine thing? No, it's a long, long rest for the... Okay. So yeah. Those things. Yeah. So yeah, Stavros gets stabbed by a very frantic satyr, short swords him repeatedly to the stomach. Gah! Falls down. Uh, that's that guy's go. Next up is the other satyr who's trying to fight off a, you know, really painful centaur. Does fourteen hit you? Is that me? Yes. Sorry. Uh, yes. Yes, it does. You take six points of damage. Okay. Super glad I did second win. Agapios, uh, you see the the, the uh, Minotaur caster, who's quite brave and also possibly somewhat foolhardy, go down from multiple swordings to the stomach. Yeah, well, I can't heal anymore, so <laughs> not much I can do besides make murder and get things off of him. Well, now you can flank with me. That'll work. It's true. I'm plus two to hit. All right. Do, 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 dice channel. Not what I wanted. Stavros, roll 1d100. 26. Okay. Uh, if I if my attack was a critical failure, so I don't get anything. You don't hit. Uh, Lysimera. Um, so the one, I'm going to hit the one closest to me. With okay. uh, my hammer again, and if I'm not flanking, I want to move to flank. You should be flanking. Okay. I always lose track of where the dice channel is. And that's a 15 to hit. That hits. Just barely. That's four damage. And 
Actually, I'm gonna do another roar. Okay, so it hits both of them. Are there two in range? I don't know. Uh, one, one's thirty feet away from you. One's no. like right in the middle with you. It'll only hit the one right in front of me. Hang on, uh, it's a range of ten feet. Okay. They have to succeed a DC thirteen wisdom save. Uh, he <sighs> does. He's not afraid. Okay, so I roar, but it's not as scary as I was hoping for. And then that's it. Davros, uh, you actually see, like you're you're drifting in darkness. And Agapios, the fish seller, shows up. Like he literally just appears in front of you and shakes his head. And as you're looking at him, you see that his face is like covered in stars, and he has four. Like he's float. He's like stretching out and becoming like he has. Suddenly, he has four feet and a long torso and a huge, bulky upper body, and just shakes his head. He reaches down and puts his hand on your face and like lifts you up by your face and sets you into the stars. And as you become whirling star stuff, the eternal night flows around you and you gasp and you are healed for all the damage you took. You have 100 temporary hit points and you feel a searing rage fill your body and you must make 10 melee attacks on the Saturn next to you right now. Okay. Roll all 10 of them. <laughs> How do I roll 10? Just roll, keep rolling. Roll attack after attack. The first one that fails will end this effect. Okay, the effect ends. You don't have to make any more attacks. <laughs> you lose all 100 of this extra hit points, but you're back to full hit points and you're, you're up. Oh, you, are you are physically up. Like you're not prone. You you were you were lifted to the to the uh, you know. And the last thing you remember is, it was a good thing you had the fish and eel pie. <laughs> that was the least helpful berserk rage in the history of berserk rages. So yeah, the man who just got healed the full. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you got healed the full. So I don't know why. Like, you're I mean, very appreciative to the gods for that one. Clearly, I'm doing something that they appreciate. But kicks of post, you feel ozone in the air weird yeah and go ahead and make an attack roll me if you're going yes. to attack yeah okay. you're up 17 because i'm flanking okay. with uh yep then that okay. hits yay i get to actually like roll for damage one sec five damage kind of bing it was my phone sorry okay he is still up but you heard him uh roll another attack me Yes, this time with a plus 20 bonus to hit. Oh my god. Okay. 39? Okay. Um, roll damage and add 20 to the roll. 26. Okay. He explodes and there's lightning that comes crackling out of you when you strike him. Uh, you you can like taste it. Wow. And the lightning that's crackling off of you actually arcs over and like hit Stavros. Doesn't hurt him, but it's it's definitely playing from you towards Stavros. Okay. I think that's all I can do. I can't do it. Actually bonus. you can you can move uh, and also you can take another action. Oh, okay. You have um, the equivalent of a haste spell cast on you. 
Oh. So you additional to, you, you have an additional 10 feet of movement. Uh, you have an extra action you can take. The other one, how far away is it? 30 feet. I'm going to charge that one. Okay. Attack roll, same bonus as before. A 20? Yep. It's theoretically impossible for you to miss, but go ahead anyway. 38. Okay. Roll damage, same bonus. 22. Okay. The following thing happens. That guy explodes. <laughs> uh, you are now exhausted and cannot move for one round. Okay. Whew. And Agapios. I mean, sorry, Sardicase, you're up. I told him to stand aside or face the wrath of Karanos. Anything, Sardicase? Uh, so both the satyr are gone now. Yeah, so they're, both... they're dead. They're not gone. They're dead. They're, oh, okay. they're dead in pieces on the ground. So do we want to go running after the guy that that got scared away, or just go after the other target we were looking for? Yeah, we want to go after. You can't. The first you guy. can't even talk. Oh, you are like you are like you you feel like you've just run ten marathons. You are like yeah. You you're barely even coherent. No, I'm gonna ask the group then. Do we wanna? You've got six seconds to make a decision. All right, then I guess I'd say to the group, let's uh, move north. Do you go, or do you just say that? Uh, I say that. I'm moving as a group. Okay, the, you, right, then you're holding an action to see if anyone else moves. Um, you will only be able to move 30 feet. Or You're a centaur, yeah. and I think your movement is 40 feet. 40, yeah. yeah so you will, I guess you will I only be able to move 40. Okay, okay. Right. yep, holding my action. Sardicase says that and is holding his action. Agapios, you're up. I start moving. Like it, Going after the one that ran, if the other two are already down and there's no longer a threat and the one's running away, I'm going to go try to run after the one that wanted everybody to cover him. Okay. Uh, you only you know that the he moved into the tree line. That's all you know. So you can move the 20 feet to get into the tree line. And after that, you're going to have to make a check. To, to You'll have yep. to take an action just to figure out where he is before you can follow him. Sure, that's fine. Okay, what go am ahead. I rolling? Uh, you have to make a survival check to be able to find the guy. 14. Okay, you move into the trees. That takes 20 feet. Uh, you look down. You see there's satyr tracks. You can't differentiate them. There's at least two, but you, you're not sure where that goes where. You can follow them. That takes you another, what, your movement's 30 feet, 35 feet? 30 feet. You 30. So you move another 10 feet into the woods, and that's as far as you can go. Okay. Sorry, Case, you held your action so you can go into the tree line and do the same survival check. Okay. 14. Okay, same thing. You can move another 20 feet inside the trees. You d you're not sure who you're following. All right. I'll, um, actually... It's too late. You already held your action and said that's what you were going to do. That's the only thing you can do with your action. But then maybe he's not going to move that extra 20 feet. Okay. Then you uh, stop at the tree line. Wait for the group. Yeah, he'll stop at the tree line and wait for the group because he's not in the best of health. Okay, Lisa Mara, you see that happening? Uh, I'm going to follow along. Can I follow after everyone or do I also have to make a survival check? You won't have to make a survival check because you won't hit the tree line. Ah, uh, yeah, I have a short movement range. I, can yeah. I double double move? Even if you double move, both Agapios and uh, Sardicus are standing, and like, you know, there's no way for you to get in. You will basically be right at Sardicus. You will not go any further. You will spend like some of your movement, do your action to double move, but 
but you won't get the fully double move. You'll only get another 20 feet. You'll basically be at the trees. Okay, I will do that. Okay. Stavros, you feel strange. Your body is tingling with electricity. You cannot move or act this round because you are also exhausted. Do I? Am I exhausted to the point of I can't talk? You can barely speak. You cannot move or act. You are basically stunned for a round. Okay. So this entire round, you stand there stunned while people are doing things. Kicks a pose. Same deal. <laughs> Sardicus, you are now up. You Your held action has rolled around. You now have your action. What are you doing? There's a minotaur 10 feet ahead of you. Okay. Well, the minotaur seems like he's doing okay. Then I'll advance to him. And should I do another check? Or... No, because you can't see past him, really. He's, he is in the way. Okay, then I guess I'll just advance forward and wait for Do you go to... past him, or do you stay at, stop at him? I'm going to stop at him. Said he, he's not in... At this point, they have had like something like six rounds of double movement. You have zero chance of catching these people. You can track them, but you cannot feasibly catch up to them. Yeah, he's just kind of moving at a slow pace right now, and not getting ahead of the group. We're going to come out of initiative then. Okay. I, I mean, God. I want to keep tracking this this person. So you can. That's fine. But at this point, two of the party are still standing there, stunned, and you guys can't physically catch up to them until they stop. At this point, so we're going to switch it to just gameplay in the world. Okay. Um. You two come out of the stun. You f you both like uh, Stavros just feels the presence of his god since he is he is a worshiper and has seen him twice. You feel it, but don't feel it the same way. It's not like a god giving you instructions. It's different. Uh, okay. But you're still kind of tingling from when the uh, the electricity arced from Stavros to you and then back out from you to Stavros. Uh, but everyone can now move. You guys are standing around in the woods. There's tracks in the ground. Role play out what you guys do. I'm going to go see if I can discern where the tracks are going. Okay, what do I need to roll for that? Survival? I'll, yeah. I'll put a hand on her shoulder and give her guidance. I will assist. Guidance adds a 1d4 to your roll. Rolling with advantage and you're adding a d4 to your roll. Uh, okay, so it's K1, right? Yep, K1. I don't think that works. No. It, you got to no, do it. it's the, the K1, roll D20 K1. I, I can do this in my head. Don't worry about it. Four plus five. Um, so, yeah, you got four plus five. Do you don't have a bonus to this? To your survival? No, my bonus was a plus four. Okay, so you four plus five plus four. So it's nine. Plus, you have a 13. Okay. Okay. So slightly 13. worse than the role that they had before, so um, you don't really gain any new information. Okay. You see tracks. There, two of them ran into the woods. You're not sure if they ran in the same direction or not. There, there's only the path in the woods is together for like a solid 70, 80 feet, and then there starts to branch off. So you, you guys as a group can head up to that point, and then you're like, I don't know which of these paths they took. Does one of them branch northward? Uh, one kind of goes to the northeast, and one kind of goes to the northwest. Do do either of them follow like the directions we were given by the Minotaur to this tomb? Uh, the 
the guy who gave you directions was a centaur. Centaur, okay. That guy. Um, his directions weren't super exact. So northeast or northwest could go there, and you're not sure. Mm -hmm. Basically, you're looking for, there's a river. When you find the river, you'll know, okay, now we're at the river. We have to go this way from the river to get to there. But you, from here, you, you don't know which of these, either of these might lead to the river. The river cuts from, from east to west in kind of in a northerly way. It, either of these paths could eventually lead to the river. Do, do we hear running water in any direction? How would the checks be I've been seeing? You guys can make a perception uh, check. I will make a perception check, and I am going to give myself guidance. Okay. I got a 17 to perceive. I got an 18. 17. Okay. Uh, you don't hear water. Uh, what you mm. do hear is birdsong. Specifically, there's birdsong along the path that would go northwest. And there's also like a which is the sound of an angry squirrel. Seems fine. We're going to go that way. But does if they'd run through here, would they have scared off the bird by the sound of their running? Are I we mean, supposed to go I'm the other to... way? Maybe, but I'm going to guess an angry squirrel is angry that something ran through its area. Hmm. It's angry enough that it hid and then it came back out again. If the know. other path is silent, does that mean somebody just ran through there? And we we have that person that we scared off, so I'm assuming that that's a result of that. So we should probably go towards the bird song. Hmm. Well, we gotta make a decision. So let's 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 go towards the bird song and hope for the best. What was that, Rossi? Sorry. Literally, we just said the exact same thing Liz just said. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're going to go towards the word song. Yes. Or we could spend the next 20 minutes talking about what means what. And No, I, I literally start moving towards the bird song. Like, I don't even wait. Alrighty. Uh, the group of you, led by Agapios in the front, um, heads down the path. It's about 20 minutes you reach uh, the, the place, the path begins to clear out. You are cursed by many squirrels. Like multiple squirrels are screaming at you as you walk by. If anybody speaks to animals or speaks squirrel, let me know. Otherwise, these squirrels are just <laughs> chattering away and they're not happy to see you. There's also swallows and other kinds of birds that are definitely. Squirrel is not one of my languages. <laughs> nope. Didn't think so, but I figured, you know, give it a shot. Unless it's um, an obscure yeah. dialect of Minotaur, then, then no. No. And they do not. In fact, there's not a minnow squirrel that is like, you know, a squirrel head on a human body, which would just be terrifying. <laughs> Why? Why are we doing this? <laughs> but yeah, you get there. Um, the, the path goes for another 20 minutes, and then it kind of opens up, and there is, in fact, it, it the ground subsides. Like, it's not like a cliff, but you can tell that in the past, this river probably came up higher and has since, like, fallen back, so there's a subsiding bank. And then there's a river that cuts across and heads to the kind of... It's heading north. It's like east-south and slightly northerly from where you are. And you have reached it. Do the satyr tracks go up to the river? There's, it, you actually are not able to make any tracks out here. And you oh, haven't for okay. some time. He hasn't, okay. No one left. You, you were basically following the sounds. Well, I, I say we go in the direction of, uh, of the tomb, which is across the river. 
yep, we're going to have to cross it. Mm. There's actually not, it's not too hard to ford here. Um, the river is, it's, its level has definitely declined. Uh, it's maybe like two feet deep in its deepest part. Oh, and well, for, for, this, for the centaurs, it's literally nothing. You just walk through. It's it, you get your feet a little wet. For the minotaurs, it's not much more. The Leonin kind of goes in up to her like knees, but everybody else is just like splash, 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 splash. Don't have a problem. I mean, I'll offer to let the Leonin ride on like shoulders if you want. Fine, I appreciate it, but yeah, a little water won't hurt me. Make Probably a uh, me. make a wisdom saving throw. <laughs> Everyone. Okay. No, just the Leonin. <laughs> Seventeen. Yeah, the water won't hurt you. Who's <laughs> the third? Go. Repeatedly. <laughs> <laughs> cross the river. You're all. You, you now know from the directions that the centaur Varakos gave you that you head pretty much due north until you see a giant tree that looks like a, a, beheaded, a beheaded body uh, has been turned into a tree in one of those really great directions that he gives. I say at this point, I want you guys make everyone in the party pick two people and those people make perception checks. And that will cover the hour or so travel distance between here and the uh, and the tomb. I only have a plus two. I got, I've a, got a plus four. I also have a plus four. Wait, perception? Yeah, I have a plus four. So, Kofix uh, and uh, Lissamara, you guys make perception checks. I will give myself guidance. I rolled a fourteen, so that's not great. It's not terrible. I rolled a Ooh. six. Oh, that was bad. You don't detect anything tremendously out of place. Um, but on the path, uh, Lysamara, you you literally step on a piece of folded parchment. I'm going to pick it up. And on it is a note written in, in um, Sylvan. So if you read Sylvan, you can read it. No, I don't. Okay. I'm going to wave it. someone else... I'm going to wave someone else down. Who here speaks Sylvan? Oh, I do. maybe I wouldn't recognize it. Who? Someone else look at this. Maybe you can. Okay, okay I'm going to look at it. Okay, in Sylvan, the note is, oh, first, we strike down the, the singer of songs before she can reveal the return. Then, my hated cousin. Okay, so that satyr was definitely doing something. Because this says, first we'll strike down the siren. I'm guessing that's who he meant by the singer of songs. And then his hated cousin. So I'm guessing that the cousin was Mr. Hoity-toity Poetry Man. But seems like we're on the right track. Weird that they would just write this on a note and leave it here. I mean, hmm. You did, you did roll high enough to find it, but yeah. Well, pretty poor planning. This, these, these guys have not, we are not dealing with professionals. We may be following the wrong path. 
Because mm. why would he be carrying this note? Uh, and then we spend 20 more minutes discussing it. Mm. I, I think we're committed at this point. Yeah, yeah let's keep yeah. going. We'll keep this going. Is, someone dropped this note. If we're on the wrong okay. path, the as you guys that. as you guys look up from having discussed this, it's dawn. Mm-hmm. That that's not check off a long rest. <laughs> All of you. <laughs> this is the worst long rest I've ever had. No, I mean take it. Yeah. Should we have? Yay! Been able to do that? No, you should no. not have. <laughs> Thank goodness the gods have blessed us because otherwise we would be going into a fight with no spell slots and lots of lost hit points. The gods must be crazy. <laughs> the gods just Theros, really... The gods, the thards get involved in Theros. Uh, after that, you look up, you realize that much time has passed. You all feel strangely revitalized. Um, you see the tree. And it does look like somebody cut someone's head off and turned them into a tree. Like, there's no other way to put this. It has two huge branches that come up from its you know, sides that go up into the air and just there's no greens or life coming out of them at all. Uh, and the trunk of the thing is this enormous gray thing that seems to split into two massive roots as it reaches the ground. Where did he say to go from the tree? Due north. Well, I guess we need to go due north. You don't have to go very far due north because you can actually see... The, there's a hill, like an actual hill, just on the place. Like you're looking down from here. You're, like Everything is going down. From You've moved up, you've, you've crested a tree, and then down from the, 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 the hill you're cresting, sorry, not tree, hill, is that giant tree in the distance. And then past that is this hill and this tiny door in the hill. You can just see that it's like a lintel passage door. And that's the obvious Tholos tomb. And that's, you know, you're probably like another hour, an hour and a half away from it. That's how far away it is, even though you can see it. Well, I, I think that's where we're going. All right. Let's go. Same two uh, rolls. Okay. Same two people rolling? Are we using our old to. rolls? You may roll again. You have to roll again. But and if you guys don't want to roll, other two, two other people can. That's up to you. I'll roll. Uh, I'm doing the guidance thing on myself again. 25! Yeah, I got an 11, but she did way better. You find Satter tracks again. Um, The Satter in question is obviously wearing some kind of foot covering that softens Mm -hmm. their footfalls. Mm -hmm. Um, But you find them. And uh, they are heading north. And there's several other tracks that are not Satter tracks. Or even they're unusual. But you have seen tracks like this recently. Smoke pigs. Oh, do they look like smoke pig tracks? They look like pig tracks. Pig right. tracks. Okay, there's... Nothing about the tracks says, by the way, we're smoke pigs. <laughs> <laughs> I'll point them out. This way. Satter tracks. Pig tracks. I don't like the look of this. Well, we know we're going in the right direction. That's... After like an hour and a half of travel, you guys reach the Tholos tomb. Is that where the tracks go? Yes, they go straight in. <laughs> Great. Right. Looks going. like we get to go into a tomb. I mean, we always knew we were going to do this. It's fine. 
We're clearly on the right path. Let's go. Yeah, I walk in. Okay. Uh, there's no light. There's, who here has dark vision and who here doesn't? Dark you vision. Probably all do. Who does anyone not have dark vision? I can give you dark vision. Um, minotaurs do not have dark vision. Oh, hang on. Let me see what I can do about dark vision. Your centaurs have dark vision. Do we? I'm asking. I don't think you. we do. No, yeah, I, I just—I'll just reach into my bag and grab a grab a torch. Yeah, I have a torch. I can give two people night vision. I think we could save it. Save the spell slot. Yeah, save it. It's not a spell Look slot. Not oh. a spell slot. Well then, give me dark vision. I will give Anne dark vision because I've forgotten her character name. Your eyes are blessed, allowing you to see through the deepest gloom. You have dark vision with no maximum range. You can see in dim light as if it were bright light and darkness as if it were dim light. Cool. And it doesn't have a time limit on it. Oh, you can extend this. Yeah. Okay. Does anyone else want to see in the dark? Maybe the caster. Yeah, I can do that. Uh, yeah. Corey, you can also see in the dark. Thank Krufix for his kindness on this blessing. Sure. I'm still gonna light a torch. <laughs> you cast that spell, all four of you get dark vision. Oh. Oh, well, okay. If once again the gods are here. <laughs> you actually get that sense that like, you literally feel like as if Krufix is standing behind you when you do it. Wow. I will bow my head and say a little prayer silently. Of thanks. Well then let's let's see what's in the tomb. No Got darkness you. shall stop us. Because it is a Tholos-style tomb, it doesn't have a lot of rooms. Um, it's basically an enormous enclosure. Standing in the inside, basically like an amphitheater, but for the dead. And inside of it, um, you see a lot of smashed up areas. You see a group of bandits who'd been like literally trod into the ground. Uh, as you oh, this definitely, this definitely looks familiar, like someone we know. As you walk in, there is a... Oh, right. You bought that. The, the the head uh -huh. on the head on your side begins going. Kicks a post, blinks, and pulls it out to look at it. Is it moving? Hello. It okay. can't talk. It's not the sound shot. Should we let it talk? That's why she's the... going to. Good. Very carefully. Cut the mouth open. Okay. Why not? Okay. Um. Do you have medicine? Um. I have a plus two nice. to medicine. Have yeah. A, okay. Mara has a plus four and proficiency. Only, only no, only, okay. only Anne's character because she's okay. the one holding the head and she's the one who said she's doing it. Okay. Uh, roll a medicine it. skill check if you want to do this without ripping it open. You can't give her advantage. She's the only one involved. Can I give her guidance? You don't even know she's doing this. Oh, she has okay. not said. She has not said I'm going to do it. She just said I'm yeah. doing it. I grok. <laughs> Four. Yeah. Oh, you boy. don't. The only cutting tool you have are a couple of short swords, and you are you're holding the head. Oh, so, yeah, okay. You, the, <laughs> I'm the not going to do thread, anything to it then. Bronze thread just doesn't cut. You're like <clears throat> it's bronze. It doesn't cut. Mm. Sorry, buddy. Trying to help you here. Put the <clears throat> short sword back. The eyes um, are also stone shot. Oh, God. 
Anybody anybody got anything that can cut bronze thread? Could we maybe help you with that? Yeah. While you, as you're doing this, you hear sounds coming closer from inside. <sighs> because the, the sound of that thing trying to talk is echoing through this enormous stone chamber. Shh. <laughs> We're trying to help you. Shut up. It does not stop. And the, the noises are coming closer to you now. You can shove it back in You've the bag. Got one round to decide what you're going to do. Somebody cut the mouth open. I don't have anything to cut it open with. Who has a dagger? Dagger. So you guys are spending the round trying to figure out who's going to cut the mouth open? <laughs> I'm taking up a defensive position so that anything that comes back towards the party runs into me and my shield first. I'm going to hold it out for the person with the dagger. Okay. I'm going to stand next to... Okay, then uh, me I and the, uh, Brian are performing operation on the mouth. Uh, All right. Um, Since people are going to the door, I will give him guidance. And I know they're doing person? it, so I'll... The person cutting the thing. Okay. Uh, whoever's doing it, you go ahead and make a roll with advantage and guidance. The other one up. Uh, it's what? Uh, K? For, for advantage. Yep, K1. And uh, guidance was 1d4, right? Yep. Yeah, you add a D4. Ann and I know this because we watch Critical Role. Yes. You, you can't forget it. 13 total? Like you didn't roll with advantage, okay. Wait, I thought I did. I did No, you have to have 2D20 for it to be advantage. So just roll 1D20 plus, four, plus 1D4 again. The K stands for keep. Uh, you're rolling as 2D20, keep 1. That's what K1 means. Ooh. Oh, yeah. 27. <laughs> Natural okay. 20. You you successfully cut the uh, the bronze thread and free the mouth, which immediately shrieks, They're here! Kill them! Reunite me and we will destroy all that live! Damn it. Oh, it's a head and there was a tree with its head cut off. This, this wow, is not going well. Davros picked it up. Okay, bye. <sighs> with my medical. Great. Yeah. You did it. Great. You successfully freed its mouth. Uh, Great. Top of the order. Then we guess we'll, we'll do an initiative roll here. They're snuffling and snorting as four smoke pigs are charging <laughs> up the Tholos. So... Oh. Initiative for y'all. I got a 12, but don't forget I did say that I was interposing myself between whatever the coming noises were and the party. And yeah, he's in front. And I'm next to the Minotaur. Minotaur bros. Stavros? Got a... 15 again? 15. Make some pose. 15. Uh, Sardicus? Because I was busy uh, dealing with the head. Uh, Lysimera? 19. You are first, Lysimera. It can are are the pigs like in the room yet? Oh, they're There's... they're literally. You actually can look out and see them charging. They're mm -hmm. twenty feet away from the doorway where uh, Agapios and uh, Stavros are standing on either side. So they'll they'll be able to come into this room in one round because they can move forty feet. But they spent like an entire round charging up here. Can I get into the doorway? Can I get can I get past them into the doorway or no? Past who? Uh, past our Minotaur buddies. 
can walk past them if you, unless they decide to take an act, an active opportunity to hit you. Yeah, they, yeah well, you, you can walk past them. Can I get past them? And <laughs> you are. We're, we're assuming that you are ten feet away from the door right now. So you will walk ten feet to go past them through the doorway. Then you will okay. have twenty feet of movement left when you're in that room. Uh, and the the boars are how far away from the doorway? Twenty feet from the door. Can I can I walk and get into the middle of the boars? Theoretically, yes, you could do that. I would like to do that and cast Word of Radiance. Okay. Is that uh, that your channel divinity, or is it just a spell? It's just a spell. It's a cantrip. You utter a divine word, and burning radiance erupts from you. Each creature of your choice that you can see within range must succeed on a constitution save or take 1d6 radiant damage. Okay. And it's a, a con 12. Maybe this was a good idea. Maybe it was a bad idea. I don't know. We'll okay, that one out. saved. I'm kind of feeling like undead demon pigs should... Uh, that one failed? Maybe not be good with radiant damage, but I don't know if that's true. That one succeeded? Uh, so I hit one with 1d6 radiant. That one failed. Ah. So two failed and two succeeded. See, it's just 1d6. The straight... Yeah, it's just 1d6. They take four damage. Radiant damage. Yeah. I don't know if that makes a difference with these guys. Sometimes it does. Okay. Uh, That's all I can do. It's an action. You are currently standing there, having done that. Yep. Uh, yep. Kick the post. You're up. I'm going to... The two that were closest, because there's two kind of in front and two behind them. Two are up front, I'm going to assume, are going to say the ones that took the radiant damage. Okay. I'm going to charge the one on the left in the front. Okay. And try and hit it with my short sword. Okay. Eight. You miss. Yeah, okay. Well, I'm out there with them now. Okay. Uh, is that it? You're done? Yeah, I don't have any other actions I can do. Okay. Uh, Stavros, you're up. Can I move myself and make a cube that hits only boars and not the party members to do a thunder wave? Actually, yes, but it will take you. You'll have to move 20 feet in just to get up to them. And then you'll have to move the remaining 10 feet just to get to a place where you can hit two of the four boars uh, on either the right or left side and not hit the party. Okay, then I will do the right boars. Okay. Not the wrong boars. Hey. So uh, what so happens? It's a cube, big thunderclap, horse. Uh, it's a con 12 saving throw for them. So it's exactly the same save as they just went through? Okay, that one rolled an 8. I mean, 18. Did they take that one rolled damage? a 9. So the one in the back did not save. The one in the front did save. So the one in the back gets pushed back and takes the full damage. The one closer takes half damage. Okay. Which is apparently just free. Wow, okay. Uh, so yeah, um, yeah, the one in the front saved, so. We're trying really hard. <laughs> the back. I'm not doing very well. The one in the back actually gets knocked back 10 feet. Yep. All right, you see one of the 
four pigs go and just boom gets blown back 10 feet the one in the front however is really focused on charging okay one of the two front boars is up and he is going to try and gore the cleric because she walked in front of him and it, that's he doesn't like that uh give it a try he can't, he can't charge because he was already running and he walked right in front of him so mm -hmm. he just makes a straight up attack good luck Eighteen. I have, I have eighteen. So it hits you. I thought it hit if it was over. No, nope, nope. it's if it's the same thing it. or Straight. over. Okay. You take four points of slashing damage from its tusks. Okay. As it manages to get under your armor and give you a good, good tusking. Next up is Agapios, who's who's came up with the defensive strategy, was prepared to guard that choke point, and then everybody walked into the room past him. <laughs> yep, I just shake my head. I'm supposed to be the not bright one, and I just charge the closest one. The one that just hit uh, Linus. So yeah. go for it. Fifteen. Fifteen hits. Well, well, I was under wave all the five damage and okay. horns as a twenty-one. Ooh. 21's going to hit. With another five points of damage. So ten total? Ten total. It explodes into a cloud of smoke. Is now back up. Uh, with you know, the red glowing eyes that you all remember. That's that's it for you? You don't move anywhere else? Nope, that can't really do anything. I'm just trying to get myself in the mix and basically be the bigger target. Okay. Uh, next up is another the other one in the front. Uh, it's still going to go for Liz because she's the one that blasted it with like light, radiant cool, damage. And like, I'm one of the hardest people to hit in the party. I suspect. Twenty-two to hit. <laughs> yeah, that hits. Uh, you take four points of damage. Okay. These boars um, are way better at this than the other boars. Next, there's two vores in the back. One of them got knocked back 10 feet. Is it knocked prone? Yes. Okay, it gets up and then charges at uh, Stavros. It doesn't actually charge because it can only run 10 feet to get to him, so it's not a charge. It's just an attack. But it rolls a natural one, so yeah, it, it doesn't hit you. Uh, it runs up and, and tries to gore you, and just yeah, it does not, it does not succeed. Silly boars. The one in the back is now trying to run around, and uh, it's going to go for Agapios because it's, it would be too hard to get in to get the cleric who cast the horrible light spell. Nineteen though is going to hit, I think. Agapios, does that hit you? Uh, Nineteen hits, yes. Okay, you take four points of damage from its tusks. Okay. Sorry, I guess you're the only one who remained in the room and waited. <laughs> uh, you are you are now up. I'm going to try and protect Sarvos uh, because I've seen him go down. And so I'm going to shoot the boar that's attacking him. Okay. That's going to hit. Five damage. Okay, uh, the arrow actually catches it straight in the eye and goes right through its skull as it explodes into a cloud of shadow and reforms into a ghostly pig. And 
disappointed to see these same shadow pigs, but was also expecting it. Okay, and that's Sardicus. You, are you doing anything else? Or are you just staying back there and shooting? Okay, and then Lysmara, you are up. Can I, is there any way I can get in the middle of a group of them again? It doesn't matter if anyone else is in range. Uh, you technically are in the middle of a group of them. I mean, you can you can hit pretty much all of them from here. They've then I'm going to do Word of Radiance again. All right. And that's so they a, all have to save? They all have to save con 12. Natural 20 for that guy. 19 for that guy. <laughs> 8 for that guy, so he fails. And 16 for that guy. So one of the four, um, one of the ones that exploded into shadow and then got back up failed. The other three all succeeded. Takes three radiant damage. And his smoky form explodes and, turn and drifts away. So that one at least is gone. Woohoo! One down. So that leaves Kixopos. You're up. I'm going to try and smack the one, the left one, with my sword again. Okay. Five. What is up with my dog? I would say throw that one out, but don't. <laughs> it's yeah, okay. It's, it's digital. So yeah. I had I had right. God mode before, so it's fine. It's fine. It's just my dice. Stavros, you're up. So, what have is the boar that's near me in the red smoky thing? The one. Yeah, the one that, that got up and charged you. I believe it is actually. Hold on, let me make sure. No, it is not. It's the None of the other the ones are red-eyed, I don't think. Wait, I thought the one no, was... one of them is. There's... Oh, one of them is. Okay. One of the ones... One I red-eyed one of them. I, my... It's the one attacking Agapios. Yeah. The one that charged Stavros is not. But the one that charged me has taken a few hits, right? It's taken a little damage. Wait, hang on. I thought the one that was... Attacking... No, I'm telling you now, that's what it is on the board. Whatever happened before, this is what we got on the board right now. The one up front is at one hit point. The ones, of the uh, the other two, which were the ones in the back, including the one that charged Stavros, are at eight and eleven respectively. Then I'm going to thunderclap the one that's charged at me. Con twelve to save. You could theoretically hit the one that's trying to kill Liz as well. Do you? Oh, okay, I'll do that. Well, I mean, one's trying to kill me, one's trying to kill Liz. Yeah, are you going to uh, hit them both? Or you can. Oh, okay, then yeah, I'll do both. 16, so he saved. A 10, so a 10's a failure? Yeah. Okay, the one that is on Liz fails. The one that is on you succeeds. So roll damage. One. Is 1d6 for Thunderclap? Yep. I thought it was 2d6. Uh, Thunderclap is 1d6. You're thinking Thunderclap. Yeah, just when I get to... Herb. Fifth level, then oh. I get more. Oh, then you couldn't hit both of them. I thought you were doing Thunder Wave. Oh, no. Okay. I... Okay, I understand now. Uh, we're not going to bother with the one that's that saved then. We're just going to do the one that failed. I'm just going to say the one on you is the one that failed. So roll, you, you do a point of damage to it? A point, yes. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, that happened. Um... <laughs> the that door is dead. However, Agapios, you're up. All right, I guess uh, try to swing through on this one. That it's gonna hit. Yeah, that'll hit. Do, 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 do. 
Five points of damage to the one that's on me. Explosion, explosion of shadow and, and smoke as you cleave through it. And then I'll move towards the next one that's not dead. That would be the one that's on Liz. So. Yeah, I can't do anything, but I will be on top of it. Didn't you not successfully just attack? I can, I, I can only use my horn thing on a target that I hit in melee. Okay, all right. And I didn't. Okay, then. And I can't charge because I have to do charge action to get the other one. So. So next. All right. Uh, then that would be the dead boar, then the boar that just got thunder clapped. Who's going to go after? It's eh, probably going. We're going to roll uh, d6. One, two, four. He goes after Stavros. Five and six. He goes after Lysimera. Come on, Boar. Goes after Stavros. Um, 20 to hit? Uh, yes, 20 hits. You take four points of damage. Next up is the one that's on Lysimera. He's going to. Uh, one through four, he goes after Lysimera. Five and six, he goes after Agapios. Would help if I rolled it inside of our dice roller and not on D&D Beyond. <laughs> four, he goes after Lysimera. Eleven does not hit you. So he tries to gore Lysimera and fails. Uh, I believe Sardicus, that means you. Then he is going to shoot the boar that was going after uh, Corey again. That hits. All right. 25 to hit. Too bad you're not a level 3 champion. That would be a crit. Woof. Boom. Whoosh. Smoke, deem Smoke pig is up. Again, just shooting one arrow is all he can do per turn. Okay. Uh, Lysamara, you're up. Oh, no, actually, I think it's, uh, yeah, it's Lysamara. You're up. Uh, how many am I in range of? Am I two. still in range of multiples? There's two of them within range Word of. Word of, of radiance. Okay, so you roll saves. Yes. <laughs> and they keep rolling really good saves. Uh, the one up front who's nearest to you fails. The one back trying to kill uh, Stavros succeeds. That's a six damage. You definitely singe his fur. He doesn't fall down or turn to smoke, though. Well, it's a start. Singeing is it's a start. Suppose you're up. I'm going to try and hit it with my sword again. Maybe it'll work this time. Nine. <laughs> no, you do not hit. <laughs> Had you moved to flank, you actually would have hit. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Oh, uh, that's okay. Well, that's, that's your go then, I guess. Do you move or... No, I'm going to stay put. Hey, Stavros, you're up. Is there still... I can still hit them, two of them, with another Thunder Wave? Without thunder Wave? Else? Yeah, you yeah. can hit them with Thunder Wave. Okay, then I'll go for the big spell again. Okay, and are they trying to save? Is that what happens? Yeah, it's a con 12 to save. They both save? Darn. So they don't get moved back? And they take five damage. Okay, the one that got turned into smoke by the arrow shot explodes into into smoke and dies. Other one that did not get turned into smoke before uh, now does turn into smoke. So we're down to one pig? Yep. Okay. One smoke pig. And uh, that's Stavros's go. 
All this thunder must be really loud in an enclosed tomb. It is pretty loud, yes. You can every time it goes off, you've been it's been shaking the walls. Agapios, you're up. Uh, There's one boar left. Is it on me or is it? It's still on Lysimera, but it's right next to you. But it's okay. trying to get to Lysimera. Just wanted to make sure. Uh, swing, swing, swing. Fourteen. It does hit. For a big ten max damage. Explodes into shadow, and is gone. And that's all, all of the dudes. There's nothing else for me to swing at. So nothing in in quick range of you. Uh, the Tholos is enormous and dark. You can't see. Uh, even people with dark vision can only see 60 feet ahead of them. There is no light sources yep, in here, yep. so you can't really see very much. Um, I have an idea. Hang what's that? Hang on, I have dark. We have dark vision with no maximum range. The maximum is 60 feet. If it doesn't say what the range is, it says no maximum range. You can still only okay. see as far as you would normally be able to see, and we're in complete darkness, oh. which means dim light. So dim uh, light, 60 feet. Yeah, and you. Can, you you basically just get dark vision as if it was normal vision to you. Yeah. And you can't see beyond the, the area. It's still okay. good. It's just 60 feet. So you can see 60 feet ahead of you. You can see yeah. where they came okay. charging out of. You can see the, the broken floor where they came charging up. What you don't see is, like, the center of this place. And the head is still screaming because it wasn't put back into a bag or anything. No! No, I must be reunited! I, I take the head. I shove it into one of my bags. <laughs> and I light the bag on fire. And you will die especially painfully. Whoever you were, I couldn't see you because my eyes were still sealed shut, but I will fuck you. <laughs> I'm basically burning. I'm I'm going to burn the, the dang head. Yeah, the bag it. is on fire. Burn the body. And I scream, I have set your head on fire. Are you going to come get it, or are you going to be a coward? I'm in the bag! What the hell? I can't come get it! <laughs> I know you are here, goat man. No response. Oh, then I guess we'll just be nice and toasty. Mm. Standing there with a flaming bag. Yeah. Kick suppose is going to start walking forward. And see if there's anything up ahead. Are there any satyr tracks in the tomb? Uh, make a Can survival I see check. Any? Survival check. Okay. Twenty-two. Uh, even though a bunch of pigs just trampled up the whole area, you can in fact find satyr tracks heading further in. Here we go. Come on, guys. I'm waiting until this thing is ash first. <laughs> I don't want to just leave uh, it here. The yeah. bag. The bag burns away, and the head is still there. The head does not get on fire. Head didn't even get singed. Oh, oh my god! Now that it's free of the bag, because the bag is burned away, you especially, whichever one of you you are. Oh, I take the I head and stuff you. it into another bag. I, uh, before she does that, I shove something in its mouth. <laughs> now you can just hear distantly, like low. <laughs> <laughs> I tie the bag to my side and move forward, following the tracks. Can I use my medicine to throw it closed again? Well, they've already stuffed it, a cloth in its mouth and stuffed it back in a bag, but you can suggest that to them and they can take it back out, or you can try and take it out. 
He'd still be making noise either way. It's fine. We'll just leave him like this. Yeah. I'm dead. I'm more upset that it didn't get lit on fire. Well, it did get lit on fire. The fire didn't do anything to it. Yeah, but the head It was on fire. The head was was moving all over it. It just didn't burn the head. Let's Let's uh, go. Let's follow these tracks. They're right here. Okay. Uh, You head further into the tomb. It's... It's a big tomb, but it's not like it's not a stadium big. Uh, within thirty feet of walking, you you can see what is essentially like a. I'm trying to figure out how to explain this. You guys have seen Conan, the original Conan movie. Yes. Mm-hmm. Remember the big chair with the skeleton and the sword. Yes. Yep. Imagine that, except the skeleton is missing a head, and there are two satyrs standing there, um, doing something. And when they see you, the first one goes. Rah! And basically, everyone needs to make a wisdom saving throw. What is... Okay. Make the saving throw DC 14. Uh, Lothar's made it. Corey's made it. Liz has not made it. Did not make it. Made it. I believe, Joe, you're the only one left. That is a fail. The effect of a hold person spell settles onto the two of you. You see as you step forward that you've stepped onto some kind of sigil on the ground. Uh, it's a symbol oh. you've never seen before. You have no familiarity with it. Um, and it, it's as if hundreds of very powerful hands come up out of the ground and just start grabbing at you oh. and pin you in place. Um, but that's initiative. We are paralyzed now, which is bad. So we're rolling for initiative again? Correct. Okay. Do I roll for initiative or no? Yes, everyone will be rolling for initiative. You just won't be able to do anything right away. Mm-hmm. Very consistent with my initiative. <laughs> I got a two. Eleven. Six. Fifteen. Okay, I'm gonna... I... Wait, wait, wait. They asked for them, guys. Sorry. Uh, Lysmar right. got a 12. I rolled wrong, but it's a 12. Lysmar's got a 12. Uh, Kicks a post. What were you at? Six. Stavros? 15. Uh, Sardicus? 11. And Agapios? Two. Two. Okay. All right. The uh, satyr that did the gesture and the one that had obviously had run from the original encounter... Uh, takes out a set of pipes and begins playing them. And as he plays them, everybody in range who can hear this, you're all within 60 feet of him, uh, everybody except the two held people, since you've already, you're already affected by something, you guys make a DC 13 wisdom saving throw. 19. Okay, 24. 21. 19. Okay. No effect. So does the three of you, all three of you rolled at least a 19? Nobody yep. rolled, okay. Uh, he tried to scare you with his music, but it didn't work. Um, so, Stavros, you're up. Is is this the same one that ran away from us before? or it's Both of them that ran away from you before. Okay. One of them is the one who said cover me, and the other one is the one that ran away. Foolish Seder. I gave you your chance to run away. The gods gave you a chance to run away, and you still... Stand. I did run away! I ran to here. This is where I ran. I was running just then. That was that. Yet we still find you standing in our way. 
That's because you keep following me. Don't follow me, and I won't be there, will I? The God sent us the other, here. You shouldn't have been the other here. Ones, the, the other one's looking at him like, what? What are you doing? <laughs> Uh, okay, so Stavros, other than talking... I'm going to hit it with uh, Create Bonfire. Okay, does that mean that on its turn it will have to get out of it or make a save or something? Uh, when, no, when they're in the area that's as it goes. It's a deck saving. Of okay, but that's on its turn, not not just when you cast it. No, when I cast it. When you cast okay. the spell, it must on the succeed. Until spell ends... Fills a five foot cube. Any creature in the space when I cast it must succeed dex or take 1d8. And then it also and then they must also throw, yeah. do it again whenever it, if anyone moves into the space, begins its turn, or, ends its turn. Then, yeah. Okay, so that one fails. So this is a saving throw? Okay, he definitely saves. Uh, should have been K1, but nevertheless, that 19 plus 4 plus 3 would definitely have saved. Yes. Yeah, he's, he has no problem. So if he saves, he takes nothing? If he saves, he takes nothing, yeah. He would just get out okay. of the space. All right, I so one of them failed. Go ahead and... How much damage is it? It's 1d8 fire. Yeah. Uh, okay, so roll if they that stay for the one of them? One. Okay. And then if they end their turn in the place with the fire, or they'll take it again. Place, yeah. Well, start yeah, well, their the, turn too. First guy's already had his turn, so he can't, you know, he can't get out, but he saved, so he's fine. The second guy's turn is not here yet, so Lysamara, you're up. Unless you have something else you're doing, Stavros. No, that's it. Okay. Lysamara, you're up. I mean, I don't think I can do anything except make a wisdom save to get out of the whole person. That is correct. You can do that. That will end your turn, but yeah, you can make a save. I mean, I, I don't think there's anything else I can do, because I'm paralyzed, right? That's correct. Okay, okay. So, order 1d20 plus wisdom. 22. Yeah, that spell ends. That that uses your turn, but you are out of it. Yeah. You, you oh, step okay. off of the thing, feeling the strange ghostly hand still trying to hold you. You feel a rumbling. Mm. Like it, around you, something is displeased, but you mm. managed to you, you get out of that. That's your go. I am also displeased. Yeah. All right. Uh, the satyr that's standing in a bonfire will step out of it because he doesn't want to be in a bonfire. Um, well, if he started his turn there, he still has to make a save. Okay. He fails, so go ahead and roll d 8 He has magic resistance. Another one damage. <laughs> Great on saves. Terrible. No, he doesn't take any damage because he successfully saved. He has magic resistance. He can has advantage against saving throws against spells and other magical effects. Okay. So he steps out and he will point a finger at you. Uh, what's your armor class? Cloth nine. Wow, you got lucky. He a bolt of fire shoots out of his hand. Um, but it does not hit you. It misses you. And he's like, ah! And sorry to case, you're up. Okay. How far away am I from the one with the flute and when the other one? 55 feet. 55? Doggone. And, um... The hold person trap that started this combat was 60 feet away from them. Alright, then I guess let's just pull the longbow and shoot him. Okay, which one are you shooting at? He seems the more dangerous one. 
Okay, the one with the flute, go ahead. Ten. Ten? Nope, his armor class is higher than that. So you do not hit. Then he just embarrassed himself with a terrible shot and ended his turn. Okay, kicks a post, you're up. The one that said cover me originally. Mm -hmm. Though he's probably playing flutes. Yeah, I'm going to shoot him or try to. Okay. Let's see what happens. 19? That hits. Oh my god, I actually hit something. Okay. Nine points of damage. Okay, that hurt. He did not like it. And that's all I can do because I can't bonus action or whatever. So I'm going to stay where I'm at. Actually, no, I'm going to move forward a little bit. Okay, he keeps the whole person spell going. Agapios, you're up. Uh, I can't really do anything to the end of my turn because I'm held, but I will try to silently say a prayer to Karamitra and call upon her protection uh, to help my new compatriots and me stop whatever this evil is before it comes into the world. So you're not going to make a wisdom saving throw against oh, the old person? I'm going to. It's the end of my turn. It does not require an action. Okay. Uh, doo -doo -doo -doo. Helps if I put an R in there. 18. You, you come out of the hold at this point. Possibly the prayer helped you. Yay! Yay. Sensing that that's no longer any good. He, uh, curses and drops below behind the altar that is a giant chair with the body on it and begins rummaging around back there. Staros, you're up. Hmm. Can I... How heavy is that chair? Um, it's like eight feet tall. Three... Like, six feet wide. It's made of stone. Apparently carved up from the ground, so probably pretty heavy. Probably pretty heavy. I used all my good stuff on the pigs. But uh, I'll. Am I close enough that I would be able to get within fifteen feet of the the not hiding satyr? You can move how far in a round? Thirty. No. Even if you double moved, you can only go sixty feet. Well, actually, if you did that, you would be within melee range of him because he's fifty-five feet away. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll just move closer. But 25 feet away from him when you if you move 30 feet. Yeah, I'll do that. Okay, so now he's 25 feet away from you. That's it. Okay. Uh, Lysamara, you are now free to act. Um, and the the guy is out of my line of sight. He ducked behind. Yep, you hear him saying, oh, where is it? It has to be here somewhere. He's not being so subtle about it. So he has full cover? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. I mean, you know uh, where he is, but you can't actually yeah. see him. And the the other one? Just standing there, uh, apparently trying to cast a spell. Well, we're going to see how he feels about Guiding Bolt. Okay, is that an attack or is it a save? It's an attack. Okay, go ahead. 1d20 plus 4. <laughs> <laughs> that does not hit. No, it does not. It, it misses. He he jukes to the side and it smashes into the corpse on the giant throne. 
So theoretically, I, if anybody wanted to attack that, they would have advantage on it. <laughs> uh, I want to move 25 feet towards the, the guy behind the thing. Okay, you can move that. You can move towards him. Yeah, put you, and that's... You're not going to be within 25 feet of him because he's 50. Uh, yeah, I know. I just, I just want to move in that direction. I can only move 25 feet. And I want to stay out of melee range with the other one. Okay. Uh, make a DC 13 wisdom saving throw. Uh, Samaria plus four. That's an eleven. You don't want to fight me. You like me. No, this and is it's true. You do like him. You like him a lot. You don't want to fight him. Which one of them do I like? The one on the who's on the dais that was you just tried to hit with guiding bolt. Okay. In fact, defend me. <sighs> I don't like this guy. Here's the thing. You don't actually have to do what he says. The way charm works is you don't want to attack him uh, or with harmful abilities or magical effects, and he has advantage on you on any ability checks to interact socially with you. You don't have to jump in front of him and fight people, but you just don't okay. want to hurt him. Okay. You're, you like this guy. <sighs> okay. I don't have anything else I can do. Okay. Well, at the end of the next round, you, you get to deal with the charm. Mm. Actually, let me make sure of that. Uh, it's charmed until the spell ends or until you or companion does anything harmful to it. Yeah, we'll see. You know, as long as this guy doesn't attack you and the other guy doesn't attack you, you'll basically not want to hurt him. Can I attack uh, the other guy? Um, Technically, I mean, he didn't cast a charm spell on mm. you. Okay. So, yeah. but right now, uh, yeah, that's that guy. Sardicus, you're up. He wants to see what the person is doing over at the dais. So with 80 feet, how close can I get without getting close enough for the other guy to get an attack of opportunity? So you want to double move? Because your move is a 40 feet, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's dashing over there. Because I know it's like 40 Okay, uh, you can get right up to the guy. He's he's fifty-five. He's well, he's more like sixty feet now because he's behind something. But yeah, you could you could theoretically okay. even going around the throne, you could get right up to him. Okay, and then I guess I know I can't take an action then. But what do I see? Uh, he's rummaging around in a pile of various things. It's like there's helmets, there's other trinkets, there's a hairbrush. There's they're all made out of gold, or at least they look like they're made out of gold. Okay, then he's getting up close, and then he'll be um, probably preparing for his longsword for next round. And that's all he's doing. Okay. Kicks a post, you're up. I'm going to, well, okay, the one guy's still behind the throne, right? Yep. Okay, so I'm going to shoot the other guy, or try to. Okay, wrong attack. 22. I will definitely hit. Two damage on that one. Uh. Okay. Uh, well, he might fail, so. He does. The charm spell falls off. Yay. Fail this concentration check. Um, he, he curses. like, ah, no. Agapios, you're up. That's it for my move. Yeah. 
Dash action. I'm going to full goring rush the dude that's behind the thing, because you said he's 50 feet away or 60 feet away. That'll put yeah, me... you, you can't do that because the one person already put himself through the only path necessary to get there. You don't have enough movement to go around the other way and get to him. He's behind the giant throne. What if, really if have I just, to trample what if I just go through the throne and try to knock it over <laughs> onto him? It's, it comes up from the ground. It is literally a carved shape that is cut from the floor. You have no chance of knocking it over. Well, I mean, if you roll a 20, even then I don't think I'd let you because it's a solid piece of stone carved out of the ground. Um, you might break a piece of it off if you do that. Then I guess I'll go after the other one since I can't get at the, the big guy. So, sorry. Sardicus, Sardicus is one. on him, so... Theoretically, I mean, you could try and dash over the throne, but that's that's a straight 60-foot move. And then you'd have to drop down. You'd, you would not actually be able to attack him from there. Yeah, it's fine. This is just Gorin Rush. 14. Okay, go ahead. Oh, 14 does hit him. Uh, three points of damage, and he's going to need to make a strength DC 12 because I've hit with a melee attack, and I'm going to push him. Okay, okay an 18. So I'm just on so top you don't... of him. You know, you don't knock him down, but you are right up in his face. Um, that's Agapios's go. Okay. Top of the round, we get a lair action as the satyr lifts uh, a bronze helmet out and turns and faces Sar uh, Sardicus with it and hits you with a command spell. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. So that's do, 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 do. need a wisdom saving throw. Sardicus? DC sixteen. Can do it. All right, hey, you succeed. Uh, he commanded you to flee, but you don't have to because you succeeded at the spell. All right, standing there on his on his round. He again hits you with a command spell because he realizes he don't got much else. Same thing. Roll again. That was a lair action to use the item the first time he found it. All right, I could only stand up to it so many times. Yes, on your turn you will have to turn and flee from him. However, that used up all the other stuff he might have been able to do. Uh, he is now standing, so he only has half cover. You can be seen. Stavros, you're up. Uh, I will move to 15 feet from the uh, other satyr, the one that's not behind the chair, and do Lightning Lash. Okay. Or Lightning Lure, which is a strength 12 for it to save. He rolls a 4. <laughs> then I pull him 10 feet towards me. Okay. And he takes 1d8. I don't know if that opens up any attacks of opportunity. No, because you are moving him. Okay. Attacks of opportunity only happen if someone decides to move. You can't yank people away to get attacks on them. Believe and me, I wish. <laughs> takes one damage because I've now rolled a one on my damage rolls three times in a row. Oh god, I gave it to you. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's like it's dice. It's dice crabs. Okay, uh, like Samara, you're up. Finds the guy behind the throne who's not in full cover anymore. That's correct. He is at half cover. You can see basically yeah. his legs are hidden by the massive dais that the throne is on. Is part of really. Uh, how far away is he? Uh, did you move up? I did. Okay, so 
how if you moved up, you'd said you moved up 25 feet. He yeah. had been 55 feet, so he's 30 feet away from you right now. And um, within your right. Keep in mind that in order to actually get to him, you if you moved up the dais, you'd be 30 yeah. feet. You'd be like within five feet of him and above him. Uh, otherwise, to get around, you could go behind Sardicus and be 10, five feet behind Sardicus. Or you can go all the way around. You'll be 10 feet away from him because it will take that much move to get there. Um, 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 does do do spell attacks? Does cover benefit spell attacks? If they have an attack roll, yes. Okay. Uh, then I would like to go around and get to where I can see him in full, where he's not in cover. Can I go around and do that? Yes, either you can do that. You can be. It'll be ten feet away from him, but you can you can will be able to see him directly. He's holding some kind of helmet that he's he's got, and it's kind of glimmering and glowing. I want to do that, and I am going to cast Guiding Bolt okay. and say a prayer. <laughs> Plus four. 18. Okay, that hits him. So roll oh. damage. Four. 17. Yikes. How do you like that? It's good that one of us is doing damage. He did not this, like it. This is like the first time I've done damage in a while. Uh, that's the guiding bolt not only sears him, but I believe it gives advantage on the next attack against him. It does. Uh, Unfortunately, just, uh, the next person going is the Satyr. The next attack roll before the end of my next turn. I figure. Against him. Okay. The the other Satyr, who's so far not he's not having a good time. He just got hit by a Gapios, but he didn't get shoved back. Um, casts sleep on everybody in front of him, which is everybody except Sardicus and Lysimera. Yeah, I can't so, be I can't be knocked unconscious. Then you will be fine. Uh, (laughs) I shake my head and snort. Okay. Is anybody... Okay. Um, Carsarticus is immune, so Agapios is immune. Do how many hit points do you have? Both uh, Stavros and Kixapos. Max. Max for the purposes of this. Eight. Okay. okay, he gets both of you. You no. both fall asleep. Bad jerk. Um, but then he realizes that it didn't work on Agapios, and he's like, oh. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Bad like, literally, like, idea. Agapios is standing there, and there's like this steam cloud that just kind of comes out of his nostrils and like pushes the guy's hair back as he casts the spell. Like He casts the spell looking really excited, and then nothing happened to Agapios. And he's like, oh, dear. And it's Sardicus. It's your go. So I have to flee. Can I reach the other stater within 40? You have to literally just flee as fast as you can. You can't attack anybody else. Oh. You're just fleeing. That is what you're doing. All right. Well, then you guys just hear the hooves going as he uh, runs through the room. And what's your move? Uh, my speed. Yes. Yeah. 40. So you move 80 feet away from them because it's mm-hmm. your our action is to flee. You actually have to flee as fa- as fast as you possibly can, which is to take a double move. So you move 80 feet away from him. All right. Well, that was fun. OK. 
Kixipos, you're unconscious. Softly snoring. Gotta make sure about sleep. I think it's until they get woken up or until they get uh, damaged. Yeah. Sense creatures into magical slumber. Ooh, it's 5d8, not 6d8. Okay, well, we'll take the uh, 8 off. And that would be, is it 27? be 21. That'd still get both of you, wouldn't it? Uh, he was at 8, I was at 12, so that's 20. It would be 19. Yeah. If you took the 8 out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So... So I'm right. sleeping. Um, <laughs> no, hold on. If I'm gonna roll one d, I'm gonna run one roll one d two okay. six. Uh, one, one, two, three, and four. Kixipos is awake. Five and six. Stavros is awake. Okay. Okay. Stavros is awake. Kixipos, you are asleep. Um, Great. Do 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 do. Uh, let's look at what we're dealing with here. All right. There's no save or anything. Someone has to actually wake you up. Uh, Agapios, you're up. Yeah, well, this guy just pissed me off, so he's going to get a sword to the face, hopefully. Nope, he's not going to get a sword to the face. Yeah, you you were like all, you made a big mistake, and then he like he drops to the ground, <laughs> and you miss completely. You actually hit the, the throne that he's standing in front of, and then he like pops back up and is like, ah! And he, yeah, he can't act, so that's your go. Yep. Uh, that guy... Ugh. He turns and points the head at you, the 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 uh, helmet he's wearing. Who's got the head? I do. But wait a minute. The guy behind the throne is pointing it at who? Because he hasn't moved. That, yet. He's turned and pointed it. It's his go. But technically, it's the lair action. He's trying to get the head from whoever has it. So you have it in your bag? No, I have it. Okay. Oh, that's right. Yeah, she does. Uh, I'm you need... sleeping. Okay, that's a good point. You can't really stop this. Um, you know what? Roll anyway. Roll a strength check. Maybe you're hugging it. A check or a saving throw? Check. This is an opposed... It's like an athletics check. You can actually add your athletics to it. Oh, okay. Then it's still an eight. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> he uh, holds up the helmet and the head in the bag comes foof and like is pulling on your unconscious body. I'm going to say that counts as someone shaking you awake. So you do get woken up, but the okay. bag with the head gets yanked off of you and, and goes flying across the room to him. He doesn't get to put the head in the, in the helmet because the head is in a bag, but that's his go for his action. He's going to try to get the head out of the bag. I did tie it up, but yeah, he rolls a five. He does not successfully get the head out of the bag. <laughs> So that's two actions spent trying to get the head out of the bag. <laughs> um, Stavros is conscious. So, yeah, Stavros, you're awake. Okay. Somebody hit him because you've got advantage. Yeah. The I'll, guy with the helmet. I'll do a lightning lure on the guy with the helmet if I can get within 15 feet of him. Uh, theoretically, you should be within 15 feet of him now. Yeah, then I'll do that. Okay, so he needs to make a save? Yeah. Uh, twelve. No, you should do something. Okay, you you can attack oh, with advantage. No, not for, a save. not for a save. For uh, save, yeah. he saves. Oh, okay. So he does not get pulled, and he does not take damage. I think. So yeah, that's Starvus' go. Attack roll. Lysamara, you're up. 
Uh, can I get within melee range? Yeah, at this point you can. Gonna go in and hit him with my warhammer with advantage. I was gonna say somebody hit the guy. <laughs> yeah, I know. Someone needs to hit him with a with an attack. Um, that is roll two d twenty k one. And then whatever your bonus is. Uh, plus, uh, I have so much stuff that I'm not used to having. Plus three, plus three. 18. 18. That does hit him. Uh, four. Uh, four? Actually, five. Four, five. Five? How do you want to do this? I want to You successfully kill him. I want to smash in his head. Because okay, he as... As he's basically been fighting to try to get the bag open, he sees a shadow come across him, looks up, only then does he realize he's glowing, and <laughs> you just... There's this... Have you ever seen a cat get the one lip that goes up? Like it's like stuck, and it's kind of like between a snarl and a sneer? That's what her listener's <laughs> face looks like as she literally just crushes his head down into his body. And there's a Yay. shower of gore, and he falls down dead. I, I feel a lot better now. I feel better about all of this. The other satyr yelps, yelps, you've killed him! You know That was the point! They often do that sort of thing. Uh, he then, uh, let's see, look this one up. Ooh, okay. He holds up a gemstone and crushes it in his hand, and he is gone. Ugh. I swing in the area where he was just to make sure he's not invisible. It don't hit anything. Actually, though, sort of case. It's your round. As you come out of the compulsion, you see the satyr appear 40 feet ahead of you, heading out the door. Go get him. All right. Can I? He is exactly 40 feet away from you. <laughs> oh, okay. Then I'm going to charge him. I already got my... Um... I already got my sword in hand. Charge him and... Uh... Okay. He looks up and sees you and screams. Go for it. All right, That's going to hit him. Come on, big damage. Do it, do it, do it. All right. Okay. Was, um, plus, I can hit up my hoof. He is still upright, so you will, if you want to try to kill him, you are going to try to hit him. have to hit him again. Kick him. Uh, 11. Oh, he's still up. Kicks a pose. He is within bow range of you. I'm going to turn around, pull my bow, and shoot this stupid thing. Hey, go ahead. 22. That hits. Uh, I'll tell you right now, you kill him. He had one hit point left after the hoof guy. (laughs) Actually, you you see uh, he vanishes... He teleports. He's like running through the door. You see us, you know, Sardicus, who had been feared up there, suddenly just charges and smashes him with the sword and the hoofs. He reels away and he gets an arrow right in the face. It goes out the back of his head. And with that, he falls down dead. Kixapos goes over to where the helm and the head are at and pulls. Yeah, the head's uh, still in the bag. He didn't get it out. Yeah, she's going to take the bag and tie it back at her waist again. And then I want to look behind the throne to see what else is back there because he was digging. Okay, make an investigate check. Okay. There's gold back there. Gold. Uh, I mean, gold. I'm definitely picking up that helm. 
would fit you? I don't care. A seven. <laughs> okay, well, there's a lot of stuff back here. It's kind of hard to tell. Um, there's definitely, like, there's hairbrushes. There's, like, you know, combs that people put in their hair? Like, yeah. there's very, very intricately wrought one of those. There's a gold pectoral. Um, that's, like, a large... It's, it's size for a large person. The person the the body that this person in the chair was was at least eight feet tall um it doesn't look it look doesn't look like a minotaur it looks like a human but enormous um okay she's gonna start just kind of pulling stuff out yeah there's there is a lot of stuff here there's like there's rings there's like there's loose there's loose jewels pick up the interesting things and go what do we want to do with all of this we sell it at the uh fair we can sell it to our we could sell it to the guy that friend. sold you the head I mean <laughs> we can definitely do that and we should but I don't think we should give him this helm and I think we should find something to do with that head yeah I, uh, I hold up the bag it's still is it still doing the muffled oh it's gone silent oh hmm. we should probably find something to do with his head actually it doesn't feel the same the bag has changed well, the bag itself isn't the same Kicks a post, kind of curiously unties the bag and looks in it. It's full of ash. Huh. She turns it upside down and shakes it. And the oh. ash comes out. Well, that's odd. I guess we don't have to do anything with the head. Yes, no. There is a very loud noise. Like water, like waves crashing at the ocean, if you've ever been to the ocean. Uh it's kind of coming like it's been building as you guys have been standing in here. We should probably leave. Kickspose is going to grab as much of the stuff as she can and make it for the door. Make a D100 roll for me. Me? You were grabbing stuff. Okay. Yeah, Lysamara Lys also wants to grab, you know, okay. whatever she can grab that looks interesting in like a second. <laughs> Up to two, the two of you are the ones who are back there. You two can make D100 rolls. Nobody I else. I got can. a 67. Okay. I got a 10. So that's great. And we're in, then we'll we'll discuss what you grabbed later. Right now you're just shoving stuff into bags as the entire place <laughs> begins to shoot. Can I carry out the dead body, the satyr that was on the way out? Uh, yeah, you can if you want to. Which one? The one that got killed back there, or the one that got killed? In the doorway, uh, the one that got killed in the doorway, that we, the second one that died. Okay, yeah, you can you can do that. He's technically out of the room. He he technically was at the door and about to escape when he got an arrow to the face. So yeah, he's actually outside. This the other one is dead with his face smashed in right next to all that gold. His head is literally like just been mushed into his body. He deserved it. <laughs> he deserved it. So. Okay, that's you guys were just messing around with the piles of gold, and you're retreating. Is anyone else doing anything else? I mean, I'm oh, getting I'm getting out of here. <laughs> Anybody else? To go. All right. I think we're all leaving. Okay. Uh, as you get out of the Tholos tomb, uh, the place like literally starts shaking, and branches rip up out of the ground, hmm. all around it, and kind of come around it, mm. and pull it into the earth and soon the tomb is completely collapsed and dragged into a sinkhole in the ground and only then do you occur, does it occur to you that you didn't search that guy's body oh yeah 
despite me uh, hinting quite, yeah. quite frequently that you should do so. No yes. one did. Uh, so yeah, that happened. Uh, you're left with the guy uh, that who got his got an arrow to the face, and and inside you, the bag that you shoveled stuff into, you have roughly. I'm going to just tell you up front. You have roughly the equivalent of 312 golds worth of of rings and, mm. and jewelry. Um, mm. A 10 gold hair comb that would you know be worn in the hair ornamentally. Um, and another 600 silver worth of ornamentation. Okay. Lysamara, what you have are two golden bracers. They, they would fit on the forearms. Uh, you, and you also have a, a tablet and stylus that that's not something that would be used today. The tablet is made out of, you, you think it's made out of soft gold and the stylus is, you've never seen anything like it. It's, it's some kind of extremely reddish material, kind of like bronze, but even redder. So if you've heard, I'll write that down somewhere. So I don't, you know, so I don't yeah. know. Anything in case written we... on it. Hmm? Is there anything written on it? Uh, nothing that you recognize. Okay. Uh, based on languages that any of you speak, unless any of you speaks primordial. Nope. Not unless there's primordial minotaurs. Nope. Primordial is a very specific language. Uh, yeah, so none of you speak it. None of you know what that says. Well, I'd call that a job well done. I don't think anybody's going to be bothering the fair again. Well, these and, uh, guys aren't going to be bothering the fair again. Gapius, you have the helmet? I have the helmet, yeah. Okay. Well, at this point, um, do you guys want to call it here? Do you want to continue on? Because it's pretty late. Yeah, it's been a long I think we. I think, I think we're at the end of our our adventure for today. Yeah. yeah. Was there anything right, on the, um, the body I carried out? Oh, yeah. Um, he already had that note that you found. Same note Wait, we... so now there's two notes? Well, I mean, there are two notes, but more importantly, he didn't drop his. Huh. So where did the other note come from, then? Who dropped that one? That's a good question. Mm. But it's not one we'll be answering today, <laughs> because this session is over. Uh, he also had, um, he had a copus, which is a long, curved, kind of fal falchion, falcata-type sword. Uh, that he never once drew or used. Um, <laughs> it is made out of bronze with gold enameling on the on the handle. And there's something unusual about it, but you you know its balance is exquisite. It is effectively a short sword. And I need a new sword. <laughs> but that's a, for other than that, he's just wearing clothing, and uh, he's got a basket full of dried fruit you can take that, that accounts as like rations. And there you go. he's got a spell book, but unless any of you is a wizard, that's not of any particular use to you. Nope. So yeah, that's that's it for that guy. The other guy is buried inside the remains of the, the sunken in solo, so if he had anything still on him. That's our own fault. <laughs> well, but yeah, that's the end of the session. Uh Hope everybody listening got enjoyed it. Uh, it got kind of strange near the beginning there because uh, <laughs> I was in a weird mood when I wrote it. But yeah, uh, I don't know if anyone's ever going to want to play this again, but if they do, we will pick up from here. And if not, then, you know, 
I like my this big gumball man. Yes. This was fun. It was so, fun. I like the characters. Uh, there's still a lot of people to meet and still a lot of possible secrets going on involving this, but yeah, that's it for now. So everybody, I guess, say goodbye and we'll be done. Bye. 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 Goodbye, everybody. <laughs>